Welcome to James Clemens High School Football. We'll be back with the Jets pregame show right after this. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing. Residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish extreme pressure washing call 321-9119 look for them on facebook or online at extreme pressure washing 21.net spell it x-t-r-e-m-e extreme pressure washing Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. When Keith and Amy Richards went on a Greek vacation in 1997, their goal was to create savory foods from simple ingredients. Thus, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe was born with their healthy spin on traditional Greek food in the form of salads, gyros, sandwiches, and soups. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, located at 105 Brookridge Drive, Suite A, just off Highway 72 in Madison. Open Monday through Sunday, 1030 a.m. till 9 p.m. Call 724-6554 or visit them online at tzatzikiscafe.com. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Originality is our nationality. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best service 
services a pharmacy can offer with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99, and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. You can also subscribe to the Play Action Sports Podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform like iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify, or ask Alexa or Google to open the Play Action Sports Podcast. Keeping you up to date on Athens and Limestone County Sports, Play Action Sports. We are live at Lewis Cruz Stadium for tonight's Region 4 matchup between the Huntsville Panthers and your James Clemens Jets. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's broadcast brought to you each and every week by Play Action Sports. I'm Kirk Pierce, and we'll be calling the play-by-play action. And joining me in the booth tonight is the head coach, uh, head base, baseball coach, that is, at uh, James Clemens, the man with the silkiest smooth voice, <laughs> Coach Johnny Johnson. Coach Johnson, we've kind of been spoiled these past two games as as we haven't had to just rely on our knowledge, but we're missing the third member of our announcing team and Coach Brad Kimbrew. Hopefully, you know what, we don't mess up too bad because we'll never hear the end of it if we see him next time. That's right. You know he's got his ears on tonight and probably <laughs> listening to us, going to critique everything we do. Absolutely. Well, listen, Coach, last week we lost a huge rivalry game against Bob Jones. While you never want to lose to your rival, an even bigger issue is that with that loss, we moved to 0-3 on the season, and an even bigger issue is we started Region 4 action at 0-1. Uh, but we have an opportunity tonight to really turn this thing around and potentially lay the groundwork to make a run. No doubt. Um, you know, we've been up against a wall in, in a lot of different ways this season so far. And, and number one, above all else, is health. Um, and, you know, we've had – it's been well documented, our offensive line struggles. We actually get a couple of those guys back. Uh, specifically, Micah Douglas is back tonight with, from a leg. Last week we were missing our quarterback with yeah. Gio Lopez, um, who we mentioned was 65% of our offense going into that game. Uh, and he's back. Uh, and Gabe Ballard toughed it out last week, our, our running back. He did a good job, even though he was beat up, uh, of battling through that game, and, and he'll be in there tonight. But we still got Grant Gage and Cole Sterling off the offensive line out. We've now lost Kamari Pittman, our returning all-state wide receiver, has a high ankle sprain. He's out tonight. Um, you're missing Jaden Tolliver-Williams, a starting wide receiver, DJ Williams, another one of our main running backs, and then Aiden Cook, uh, another one of our running backs since played some DB, went out with a knee this week. So um, just can't get healthy. Um, but we're only 0-1 in the games that matter. That's right. And as much as you want to beat Bob Jones and your rival, you still have control of your destiny. Um, you can still win the reach. Mm-hmm. And, and our schedule sets up favorably if we can continue to get healthy. Um, and, you know, Gio's going to have to find a bunch of different receivers tonight. Um, and some of those guys like Cooper and Little and, and Doty and Eggert, you know, 
Gio, we have a saying, be somebody that makes everybody feel like somebody. Yeah. He's going to have to reach out and touch a bunch of people tonight. And so we look forward to watching him be back. Well, we've got a whole lot of great, great things coming up tonight with the broadcast right here. We are looking, we got a great backdrop. You got the beacon on the hill, Alabama A&M University. We're at Lewis Cruz Stadium, the home of the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. We got a whole lot more uh, pregame talk before we get to kickoff. We're about a little over 11 minutes away from kickoff. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more. Coach Johnson and myself. Kirk Pierce, you're listening to James Clements Football on Play Action Sports. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119. Look for them on Facebook or online at ExtremePressureWashing21.net. Spell it X-T-R-E-M-E. Extreme Pressure Washing. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville at 470 Providence, Maine, and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate join us for applebee's tailgate talk every saturday morning at 10 on wkac we'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pike we'll also announce our latest athlete of the week and give away an applebee's gift card and a tailgate talk t-shirt applebee's tailgate talk saturday mornings at 10 on your tailgate talk app on your amazon echo or google home device online at tailgatetalk.net and on the air at 1080 wkac 
Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. I'm Kirk Pierce, Coach Johnny Johnson with me, bringing you tonight's color commentating. we got our producer, Mr. Tim Lambert, also in the booth with us. We are way up high in the press box, Coach Johnson. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a great atmosphere here. It's a great field. It's a great facility. Um, but when you, when you start looking at uh, some of the numbers from where we are, you know, especially on the James Clemens side, love the Carolina blue. But I tell you, actually, I'm going to start calling it Jet Blue, James Clemens go. Blue. You know, but when you have that, the numbers are a little hard to read from way up here. Yeah, we talked about this last week. What was so great about Madison City Stadium in a game, a rivalry game, was there's not a track. Mm-hmm. You're right on top of the field. The atmosphere was really good. Here, it's huge. Not only is it a big Division One stadium, but you also have the track between us and the football field. And so we're in a, a professional um, press box here. Uh, we may need binoculars, which we've got a pair, just in case we need to see some numbers tonight. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's climate-controlled. It's, it's really comfortable up here. But uh, the rain looks like it's holding off for tonight. It's going to be nice little temperature. It's not going to be too humid. It's going to be a really good night for Friday night football. Now, Coach, last week we played against uh, our rivals, Bob Jones, and they put up 407 total yards of offense. You know, we knew Hardy was going to be a playmaker for Bob Jones, and it, he really, really did some damage against our defense. What, what do you think we need to focus on tonight? Because we're really kind of facing a different type of quarterback in Jack McClung for Huntsville. For sure. He's going to throw the ball better than what we saw last week. Um, and they've got some receivers that can be dangerous. Um, he likes to go to Huck Hensley, number four. Huck will also run a Wildcat quarterback, uh, as a Wildcat quarterback for him. I saw that on film. They ran a little double pass to him and let him throw out of a, out of a wide receiver position. So likes number four. Um, you know, uh, and so – he likes to roll to his right a lot when he throws. They do a lot of bootleg and dragging guys across the field. So being able to maintain, we match up well with that, though. Our defensive yeah, backs so. are, are, are really good yeah. um, and probably the strength of our defense. Um, the big challenge for us is going to be, start uh, number one, their starting running back, Carlin Long. He can run the football yes, and one can. of the best backs in our, in our region, really. Um, and so how we handle, they've got some meet up front. They've got some guys that are 270-ish. Um, and so how we handle the run game, hopefully better than what we did last week. Um, but like you said, having that quarterback as a runner is a different dynamic that gave us problems twice so far this season. Um, and he is not going to be that runner. Well, you mentioned Carlin Long last week against Grissom. He had 24 carries for 131 yards. He scored twice. And you've already mentioned, you know, Huck Hensley, who, who can also, like you said, throw out of the Wildcat and then threw a touchdown pass last week. On our side, we had a backup quarterback in Ty Marsh who really performed well. Um, he got some, he got some game, game experience against Gardendale. And then last week he had to start because Gio was out with his, with his illness. But now we've got Gio back. And like you already mentioned, we're going to need Gio to kind of step up and distribute the ball, especially with the number of injuries that we have and people out. You know, and Ty did an excellent job, especially in that short to mid-range passing game. I mean, he hit guys on stride last week in yeah. the slant and post game. Um, where Geo gives us a different dynamic, not only running the ball, obviously, because he's that kind of athlete and he's, he's a thick, strong young man, mm-hmm. uh, hard to bring down, but getting the ball down the field, which we haven't done a great job of. Um, he's going to be able to throw on the run. He's going to be able to get the ball down the field with ease. Uh, and so gives us a different look on our offense we haven't had in the last, what, week? Yeah. And in, in half the Gardendale game as well. Mm-hmm. So um, getting him healthy and on the field is going to be important and changes our whole outlook on offense. You, you know, that's the thing about that Geo does really well, and he's done this 
ever since he started playing playing ball here, um, uh, starting quarterback, is he he's able to throw off because of his strengths. He's able to throw off that back foot, which you don't see a whole lot of quarterbacks able to do. And him being a southpaw, throwing left-handed, that even comes at you a little differently. And so I think the receivers can adjust to that. And and it's like you said, it's a completely different quarterback dynamic. He is as accurate on the run as anybody I've seen in high school football. I agree. Um, he he really does a great job. Probably almost as accurate of more than sitting up in the pocket. Um, he's, he's got a lot of success when he moves around, um, and it's really uncanny how he throws from different arm angles and on the run. Um, so obviously a big advantage to get him back. How that plays out with different receivers, um, who he's going to throw to tonight with Kamari out, because that's always been his favorite yeah. You know, last year and even when he was in the, the ball game this year. Kamari out, who is he going to go to and feel comfortable to time and time again? Well, you know, we've seen Doty kind of step up these past few weeks, too. Doty is is proving to be a really solid receiver. Devin Cooper, another really solid receiver for, for him. So I think he's got the weapons. Even though we're missing a big one with Pittman, he still has some weapons. You know, Devin had a huge week last week. He was seven catches for 123. That's huge. Um, you know, big game, and Doty's made some big catches, had a touchdown last week. The guy that we mentioned last week and, and has had a few catches and, and really could be a difference maker for us, um, is Logan Eggert. Mm, oh, Logan yeah. is, is totally different from all our other receivers. All our other receivers are shorter. They're very athletic, quick, hard to catch. Logan is long, rangy. I think he's about 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. And so if we can get him going and in the, the pass game, he gives us a different look as well. Uh, and another big question is who's going to play running back behind Ballard? Yeah. And what kind of looks will we see uh, from Coach Cola uh, with the running back situation of Ballard, can't, obviously he's not going to be able to take every snap. Right. So who he puts back there will be interesting. Well, you've got the captains at midfield right now. They're standing right there in the middle of the Alabama A&M logo. The officials have pointed. James Clemens has won the toss. They have deferred to the second half. Can't see the numbers from up here to tell I'm you the trying. captains. So, parents, if your son was a captain tonight, I do apologize. We'll try to get those names and numbers for you and get those uh, boys. I know you like to hear their names announced, and I always like to hear my name announced. I know my well, mama did. Brody Stinson's one of them. That's the only one on the side I can see right now. <laughs> but uh, uh, James Clements comes out. They've got their uh, jet blue uh, pants trimmed in navy blue with a white stripe right down the middle. They're in their white jerseys. And they got that jet blue uh, numerals, navy blue helmets with the jets on the side. It's just one that's – I'll just be honest with you. It's one of the sharpest uniforms, sharpest colors. I've always been a fan, and I will always be on a fan. And I, like I said, <laughs> I will die on that hill. So we're just a little over a minute away from kickoff, as you heard uh, James Clemens won the uh, coin toss, and they have deferred to the second half, and that's what we'll be doing. So we'll see our defense uh, line up first against this Huntsville Panthers offense. And, Coach, you know, you, we talked about McClung and the quarterback and throwing and likes to throw on the run, but you've already mentioned our secondary. And we've got two-time All-Stater Jamal Mayers in there playing cornerback, and you've also got who stepped up. Uh, really, uh, in the past couple of weeks, Mark Woods, we didn't see him a whole – we didn't call his name a whole lot last week, but that was, I think, on purpose. Yeah, they don't want to go towards those guys. That's right. They're going to they're gonna try to go away from Jamal for sure, um, and, and Mark has is, is really stepped up and, and been a guy that's helped at that safety position. So it'll be interesting to see. They are a run-first team. Yeah. You know, as we've talked about the quarterback and the receivers and throwing, but they are a run-first team. They, they run 62% of the time. And so they want to get the ball to the running back and run behind those big uh, offensive linemen. And so how we compete in the middle, because a lot of the film that I saw this week was them going right at Grissom. Mm-hmm. They were pistol formation. He was off to the side. They, you know, they did some jet sweeps and getting that stuff, but a lot of it was right at them and, and test their manhood, so to speak. And so how we handle that, because we've not done a great job. I'm interested to see with not 
having the quarterback run, that gave us problems because of all the extra blocking with having him as a runner. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get some guys free tonight and uh, make some more plays. So James Clemens owns the series lead, all-time 6-2 and two against the Huntsville Panthers. And uh, last year was kind of a nail-biter, 43-40. to 40. I'd like to not have that this year and just kind of go ahead, take care of business right off the bat, kick them in the teeth, and let's get this game over with. We'd, we'd like to get back to the old – we talked about the scores. I mean, last year was 40-43, to 43, but leading into that it was 35-14, 49-nothing, 62-19. We'd like to see some more of those type scores. I definitely would. Well – We've got uh, James Clemens lining up for the opening kickoff here in just a second. You've got two back uh, standing at a, uh, for the Huntsville Panthers. They're standing about the 10-yard line. And you know who's kicking off for James Clemens. It is uh, Luke, Luke Bossick. And he was a captain, by the way. I found ah, him after. Okay, there you go, Luke Bossick. We say his name a lot. Yes. So. <laughs> hey, these two guys that are deep for them are playmakers. Okay, number four, he's uh, Huck Hensley. We talked about him, one of the wide receivers. Number three, Amari Jabbar is the other guy deep. He is quick. He is a center fielder on the baseball team, um, really, really athletic, and he's one of those receivers we're going to see uh, the quarterback try to get the ball to tonight. Well, we're about ready for kickoff right here on Play Action Sports. You can listen during the post-game show for the Mellow Mushroom Player of the Game. Our featured Jet's going to get $25 gift card from Mellow Mushroom. Last week, our winner was Ty Marsh. Uh, two weeks before that was Mark Woods. Let's see who gets that Mellow Mushroom Player of the Game tonight. As we get ready for kickoff right now, James Clemens football against the Huntsville Panthers underway. Here's the kickoff. Bosick with a high end-over-end kick. It's going to be fielded at about the 7- or 8-yard line. He's going to take it to the 20-yard line, down to the 25, going to be brought down at about the 32-yard line is number two. That is uh, number three, Amari Jabbar. That's right. Ty Doty on the tackle. So James Clemens' defense comes out as Huntsville is first and 10 from their own. Looks like they're going to spot it at the 32-yard line. So we got McClung in at quarterback. Jax McClung. He's got Carlin Long. Right behind him. So McClung is in kind of a pistol formation. Looks like Woods has got to come out for whatever reason. Looks like a uniform violation. Coach's hands went in the air. They looked at his uniform, and he may not have a knee pad in or something ticky-tacky like that. So McClung, pistol formation. He's got Long right behind him. They're going trips to the far side. They're going to hand it off to Long right up the middle. Good hole opened up for him. He's going to pick up nine yards on that opening run by Huntsville. And that's exactly what we were talking about a minute ago. They came right at us. And they're going to test us early and see how we respond to filling the middle. Oh, he's coming up limping already, the running back. Yes, he is. So they've got number 17 going in for them. That is Lawrence Taylor. And he is quick. He's he's not quick defensive end like the Lawrence Taylor namesake maybe. (laughs) Number three, that's uh, Jabbar, takes the swing pass, picks up the first down. It'll be interesting because 17 is a much different runner for them. Um, but, boy, he hits the hole fast. He's not as tough a runner or physical a runner. He's, he's a small guy, but, man, he can really go when he gets in open space. They've got him listed at 5'9", 160 pounds. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Even from up here, I know that's a maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely a little shorter than the 6'1", McClung. You know, in Cameron White, number five, I do not see him on the field right now, but he is a go-to at wide receiver in their film from last week, uh, but do not see him on the field right now. So we've got a penalty flag on the play. Did not – waiting on the official. They're moving that ball all the way into James Clemens' territory. And uh, 
haven't heard anything from the saw, official. Yeah. yeah, did not see anything at all. So that moves the ball to the 41-yard line of James Clemens. So I didn't see the official give any indication. He's saying, wind the clock. I'm, all right. It's not the way you want to start this. No, it is not. Almost jumped. We did jump jump. offsides. Looked like the defensive end here. That may be Kreider, 25. Got a little antsy there off the defensive inside here on the left. It'll be interesting. These guys are wanting to win so bad. Everybody's amped up. They know this is a game that typically we should win in in the recent history. And so um, I think you're going to see our guys play with a little passion tonight and and try to get something rolling. And and Jack just got a little jumpy right there. So Huntsville lines up. They're going to go trips to the near side, closest to us. Huntsville is moving north to south towards the south end zone. McClung takes the snap. He swings, passes it out to number four. Number four, put a juke move, crosses the 30, down to the 25, past the 20, out of bounds at the 18-yard line for another first down for Huntsville. That's Huck Hensley again, and that's the guy we talked about. He, they're going to move him all over the place. He's going to be in right there. He was an outside receiver on that little wide receiver screen. They'll move him into a slot. He'll be in the backfield. He'll be the quarterback. Um, he will be everywhere tonight. Trips again to the other side. They're going to hand it off to the running back. He's got a nice little hole. There's a penalty flag on the play. He crosses the 15 down to about the 14-yard line. We'll see what the penalty is. Possible hold. Good job right there. We, you can see how quickly he hit that hole. Um, and then uh, the linebacker, well, flipping Freeman, was that his name last week, the new linebacker, Rasheed yep, Freeman? that's it. It was him again. He filled that hole quickly, stepped up, and, and made the tackle. Well, it could have been a big game. So that was holding, so that's going to push Huntsville back. So replay first down. This will be first and 20, ball at the 29-yard line. Opening Opening drive of the game, Huntsville, 10-44 left to play in the first quarter. No score. McClung's going to hand it off to that running back again, number 17. He's going to be brought down, just nowhere for him to go. And it looks like the whole defensive line took care of that. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor couldn't get away right there. No, he Uh, could not. I'm going to have fun saying that name tonight. I think I will too. (laughs) I mean, I I, I had a lot of fun as a kid watching Lawrence play. I I hope this one doesn't uh, wreak havoc like the other one did. I wonder if he's got a lightning bolt earring. Yeah, that's right. That would be awesome. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so you've got uh, Taylor in the backfield along with McClung. They're going with double splits right here closest to us, two wide set, one to the far side. McClung's going to fake the handoff to Taylor. He's going to throw it up. It's going to go up and knocked out of the hands of the intended receiver. Brings up third down and long for the Panthers. Great coverage by Hezeron right there. He's one-on-one out there with a taller receiver, and they took that one-on-one match and took a chance offensively. And, man, he had great coverage, stayed with his guy, and looked up at the last minute and got a hand in there and broke it up. Yeah, because, he, I mean, he's, he's got a little bit of uh, – the receiver has a little bit of a height advantage, but uh, he was able to get up there and knock that ball out. No doubt. He did a great job, great, great positioning on his part. So we've got two running backs in the backfield, one on either side. Can't tell if that is uh, long in the backfield with Taylor. They moved uh, Jabbar back there. Uh, they did. They've got, um, yeah. Oh, Long and long Jabbar. In. Long's back in. Yep. So that's so. an interesting set. So right there, James Clemens decides to take a timeout with 9.59 left to play in the first half, which means it's our timeout with Tzatziki's each and every week for the first timeout. 
You listen for your name during the first time out of each James Clemens name game, and we'll announce the winner of a chicken dinner for four from Taziki's Mediterranean Cafe, just off of Highway 72 in Madison. And our winner tonight is Mr. Josh Watson. Josh Watson, you are tonight's timeout with Taziki's winner. You and your family get to go to Taziki's and get a chicken dinner for four from Taziki's Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Try saying that. Taziki's Taziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Right there off of Highway 72 in Madison. Go get you some of that tzatziki's beef. I tell you, that is some good stuff. Every man. time we talk about it, I, th- I get hungry. <laughs> so timeout from James Clemens. Uh, that was their first timeout of, of the game with a, just 9.59 left to play in the first quarter. No score as Huntsville's driving down. They have kind of stalled here just a little bit after a couple of penalties and and uh, no gains on the play, so McClung's going to drop back to pass, looking to throw across the middle. He does. He hits his receiver. It's going to be shot, stopped short of the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be brought down at the at the 20-yard line is Amari Jabbar with the reception. Did a good job. We gave him a little cushion there with the long uh, field for them and, and just kept him in front of us and got the tackle there, so did a good job defensively. So it looks like uh, Huntsville is going to line up for a field goal attempt. So he's going to be standing, he's going to be kicking from about the 22, 27-yard line. So it'll be about a 37-yard uh, field goal try for this kicker for Huntsville. Now this is going to be interesting. He missed three field goals against Grissom, and they were all short. And this one is going to go Man. wide left. Wide, uh, no. no, it got in got there. In. I tell you, that's an angle. It's a little tough. They can see it. They're right underneath it. But it looked like it was wide left. Nine sixteen left to play in the first quarter. Huntsville takes an early lead, 3 to nothing. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119, look for them on Facebook or online at Extreme Pressure washing21.net spell it x-t-r-e-m-e extreme pressure washing welcome back to james clemens football and play action sports 9 16 left to play in the first quarter huntsville takes an early lead kind of had a good drive there but stalled after a penalty pushed them back a little bit and uh, got the 37 yard field goal try to put them on the board three to nothing uh, with an early lead Back deep to receive, you've got two James Clemens def- uh, kickoff receivers. I can't see who is that back there, but there's a high end-over-end kick. It's going to be bouncing at about the nine-yard line, then take a James Clemens bounce. going to be picked up off the turf, but he's going to be brought short of the 20-yard line, probably around the 17 or 18-yard line is James Clemens. That's where they'll start. Doty and Mayer's back there deep. Ball didn't even get to him. Uh, didn't give him a chance to return. Uh, both dangerous guys uh, back there. Kamari is usually back there with, I guess, Doty. Mayers. I or thought Doty. it was Doty. One of them. But with Kamari out, they've had to fill in. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see if they – like I said, I guess I jinxed us because I brought up the missed field goals <laughs> and he kicked one right down the middle. Um, but it's not a big leg. And so I don't know that he's going to get them back to those guys. They may have to move them up. So Lopez, empty backfield. Now he puts a man beside him. That's number six, Ballard. is going to fake the handoff to Ballard. He's going to throw it off his back foot and over – Shoots his tight end for an incomplete pass is Gio Lopez. Trying to get one out quick there to Barksdale. He had a pretty good week last 
week number 85. Uh, and so with Gio missing a week and, and trying to get him something short right there and just get the rhythm started and, and just a little high. So it's going to bring up second, ten, second and ten after the incomplete pass. Lopez back in the shotgun. He's got trips. Actually, he's going to go four. E- empty backfield again with four receivers closest to us. So a different look for James Clemens. Going to try that swing pass again out to Cooper. Cooper tries to put a move, got a penalty flag on the play. He does not get much, if anything at all, on that play. Not able to hold those blocks, but we've got a penalty flag, which usually indicates holding. I think you're going to get a hold out here. It may have been on Logan Eggert right there, trying to hold a block and give him a chance to get around him there. Um, and it's tough. Logan's a tall guy. We talked about that before and got a smaller wide, uh, defensive back on him. Uh, and probably a little bit quicker. Yeah. So I think he just held on a little long there when that guy tried to get away to get to, to um, who was that, Cooper? Cooper, yeah. So with that, second down, actually third down, check that, third down and 10 after the penalty. So he moved that back five yards. So he did pick up a few yards on the play. Ballard to the right of Lopez. Two wideouts to the far side, one split to the near. Going to fake the handoff to Ballard. Got to get rid of it. He does. He's still on his feet trying to throw it, but uh, that line just collapsed, and now they bring Lopez down as he tried to fight his way through but unable to get anything going. Brings up fourth down. Gio doesn't look happy about something. I, th- I think somebody may have ran a wrong route right there, somebody he was looking at. It looks like it may be Eggert he's, he's talking to. Uh, or Cooper, uh, but he stood in that pocket and didn't have much time. No. And and he was wanting to get rid of the ball right now, and somebody was not where they were supposed to be. Looks like he was trying to get Egger to go to a hot route once he saw those lines because they, they sent the farm. And the middle was open. And I will say this on film, they do blitz a lot, especially mm-hmm. you get in that third or second and long, they blitz a bunch and leave you vulnerable to a pass. So punting from our own end zone is going to be – Fair caught at the 45-yard line. Actually, you're going to say he caught it at the 47. So Huntsville, for their second time, is getting the ball in good field position from their James Clemens 47. So we'll see McClung and Party come out there for their second possession of tonight. You can listen to James Clemens Coaches Show every Wednesday morning at 11.05 on 1080 AM WKAC. You get the inside scoop on the Jets. If you miss it, go to the WKAC sports page at WKAC1080.com and click the Coaches Show link to find the archives. All right, McClung's in the backfield. He's got, uh, looks like he's got the running back back there with him. Yes, he does. Number one's back in there for, that's long, and he picks up uh, about three yards on the play. You know, we, we are going, going to force them to try to go to the air at some point, it looks like. I mean, we had five guys walked up on the line on first down right there. And like we said, they run, they run the ball 62% of the time. And, and that's been one of our weaknesses. So um, I, I would expect us to keep doing something like that to try to get guys up in the box. So Long is to the right of McClung. McClung dropping back to pass. He's got a rush on. He's got to get out. He rolls to his right and throws it out of bounds. Uh, he, he didn't really have anywhere to go there because that, that pocket collapsed quickly. Well, and you had a big Nate Jennings there. That's one of the first times we've been able to call his name. He got loose and chased him to the sideline right there. Um, you know, Nate gets double teamed a lot. He's probably our most athletic big man on the field. Uh, not He is the most athletic big man on the field. Um, and so he finally gets loose right there, and he can probably win that foot race. Even, even as big as he is, he's going to catch that quarterback. So McClung with a third down. It's third and eight for Huntsville. From the 45-yard line of James Clemens, put a man in motion. 
Got two splits to the near side. Long's in the backfield looking to block. He does roll to his right, throws off his back foot. It's going to be knocked down. You know who that is right there, Coach. Allstate, two-time Allstate, Jamal Mayers. That's it. He does exactly what he does each and every time. He gets one thrown there, and uh, that is not what Huntsville wanted, which is a good thing for us because Mayers is a force to be reckoned with. He was right on time. He timed that up, uh, had a little contact on the backside, but was smart enough to reach around and knock the ball down, had no chance to catch it, and now he's going to go back and catch this punt. He's going to make somebody happy next year playing playing in the next level. No doubt. Great instincts. He does. So back deep to receive the punt for James Clemens, standing at about the 10-yard line. That looks like it's Doty. That's a shank right there. It kind of goes off his back foot, and it looks like it went out of bounds at about the 23-yard line. Let's see where the official spots it. See if I'm correct. Did I guess it right? 23, 24, 25. I like his spot much better. It's going to be first and 10, James Clemens from their own 25. we got to get something going right here, more than three and out. Just give us a little chance to get in rhythm. Um, you know, they're going to protect Gabe, I would think, because we're shorthanded running back-wise. So I would expect to see a lot more passing tonight. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes with just one running back that we know of healthy. So Lopez is going to fake the handoff to Ballard. He's going to swing pass it again, overthrows his intended receiver again. So Lopez just kind of trying to force it a little bit and not relying on those instincts that he has. Yeah, it's just early. I don't know if, you know, after being off and missing that other game, if he's – he just looks like everything's coming out hot. He's mm-hmm. gets zipping that ball, and it's a little high for these shorter receivers, and it's just hard to handle. So no huddle. James Clemens goes to the line. Lopez got Ballard to his right. Two splits to the far side. We got one down here at the bottom with us. That looks like Cooper. Ballard switches to the left side of Lopez. And we got a penalty flag. False start start against us. So that's going to move us back. So it'll be second and long. And, uh, again, having a hard time getting things going. Yeah, no doubt. And we had a little movement right there. Looked like number 74, Ashton uh, Mawara. He's a new starter for us. He's a sophomore, <laughs> another oh, yeah. sophomore, Damn. big kid, big kid um, that's going to play into a good lineman at some point um, and just trying to get his feet wet on the varsity level. Got a little jumpy. So it looks like uh, Huntsville's in man-to-man coverage back there. Lopez got a move. He's trying to throw. He's still on the run. Gets pushed out of bounds. Oh. Tries to throw, shuffle pass it. I'm not sure who he was trying to throw to. It looked like he was out of bounds even when he got rid of it. Yeah, that's something, you know, we saw that a little bit. If you watched the Mountain Brook game on the road, he was under pressure all night long. He was getting hit, guys dragging. He's such a big physical guy. He mm-hmm. dragged some guys with him. He made some dangerous just throw it up for grabs type passes um, that kind of scare you as a coaching staff, I'm sure. So it looks like they're going to move him back a little bit more off of that because Lopez lost some yardage so he's back there by himself empty backfield trips to the far side he's going to put a man in motion got two splits to the near Lopez steps up no he's going to throw it he's going to throw it out to looks like Cooper Cooper trying to put some moves on gets to about the 15 yard line but uh, just really not a whole lot going there so it'll be another three and out for James Clemens he made one nice move there and almost got away from the guy, but uh, the, he just had enough jersey to pull him down. You know, again, Coop is not a huge guy by any means, and so he had enough of a fistful of jersey to hold on to him. You know, we've gone left and right with those short passes, little screens, wide receiver screens, and um, it'll be interesting to see at what point do we let Gio go down the field. The problem is the two times we've tried it, he didn't have time to throw it. He didn't it. have time, yeah. So here's a punt from the goal line. 
It's a little bit better punt, high punt. It's going to be fielded at the 45, fair caught by Huck Hensley. So it'll be uh, Huntsville with their third possession of the evening as they're going to start first and 10 from their own 45-yard line. Now, you can download a copy of this game or listen to it on demand by going to pasnetwork.net. There's a streaming schedule of upcoming games and links to our mobile apps as well. So if you want to just kind of keep this in the archives, go download it, record it, do whatever you want, and you get to hear the smooth voices of us, (laughs) right? You may be the only person that's ever called my voice smooth. <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> I'd be the second one this week. I got you. Yep. All right, so you got Long and, and McClung. He's going to hand it off to Long. Long tries to make a cut, but he is nowhere. Uh, he, he doesn't go anywhere. I mean, that's a defensive line just really collapsed on him. It's a great job. of a, It looked like we had some kind of slant up front coming to our left, and, and he was running left, and it worked out. He tried to cut back. Linebackers did a good job of filling through the backside, and, and he had nowhere to go. So second and ten, now we'll maybe give him nine and a half. So second and a long nine for Huntsville as McClung, shotgun, got long to his right. One split to the far side, two to the near, going to hand it off to Long again. Long's trying to find a hole. He's trying to make his way through. He does. Picks up some good yardage, about eight yards on the carry. Still short of the first down. Brings up third and short for Huntsville in James Clemens' territory. Man, it looked like we had him held up there with about a two- or three-yard gain. Uh, problem was all our guys seemed to be locked up with blockers, and he found a way to push through a hole and, and get about six there, it looked like. So we're going to talk about it a little bit because we got a heat timeout with 547 left to play in the opening quarter. Huntsville Panthers on top, three to nothing. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Welcome back to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. 547 left to play in the opening quarter as we come out of a heat timeout. Panthers on top. Three to nothing on your James Clemens Jets. McClung hands the ball off to Long. Long gets his way through. I don't even see how he got through there. Penalty flag on the play. Picks up the first down, but we'll see if that comes back against that uh, may be That may be how he got through there yeah. is that flag. Because <laughs> uh, once again, he was hit within the first couple yards and then found a way to squeeze through right there. And sure enough, the hold on Huntsville. So that's going to push them back and repeat third down, but uh, it's a different third down look this time for the Huntsville Panthers. It'll be interesting because they do like to run so much. It's not going to be a real long third down still, right? It'll be third and about five. Well, they're, oh, no, they're going they're further. They're going back further. So, so that's going to be third, third and ten. ten. Yeah, yeah, third and ten. So they're back in their territory. Ball spotted at about the 45-yard line of Huntsville. So the one thing that we've noticed in the past couple of weeks, our defense is, even though they've given up some big runs, they, they do hold tight in the middle. They've done a good job. It'll be interesting here because they're going to be forced to throw. Um, and I would look for Huck Hensley to have some kind of hand in this situation right here. Well, McClung drops back there to pass. He He's going to throw it deep. He got He's him. got his receiver wide open. His hunt. <laughs> what a nice catch. Hensley just goes up and grabs it out of the air. 
over the the defender and picks up the first down on a really nice, looks like, what, a 20, 25, 30-yard pass. Well, Mark took a bad angle on that post route and really almost closed the gap. He was wide open. And then he underthrew him a little bit, and Mark got a hand in there and almost knocked that ball away. So handoff to Long up the middle, but he's going nowhere. Is that uh, defensive tackle looks like number 25 for James Clemens. That's uh, uh, Journey Hall. Is that right? Is that Journey Hall in there, number 25? Maybe, and I'm trying no, to see. check that. That's not. That's Huntsville's. I was looking at the wrong one. Jake Crider, Jack Kreider, I'm sorry. Looking at the wrong roster. Rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was Freeman in there on the big hit. So we jumped off sides again. And that's going to put them even closer. Well, and right now we're hurting ourselves. Yeah. Last week we ended up with seven penalties in the game. Did we? Yeah, we ended up with seven penalties. And right now I know of at least three right off the bat in the first quarter. Well, and there's only so long you can say, hey, it's the early in the game and we're going to be jumpy. At some point it just becomes a bad habit. Yeah. And, uh, you don't want to be that team that is consistently doing that. So 437 and counting in the opening quarter. Two running backs beside McClung. McClung's looking to pass. He throws it across the on a nice little post pattern brought down by number 15 for Huntsville. That's a new receiver he hasn't hit yet. Number 16, it looks like. That's a Cade Cole. It'd help if I, I'm doing like you. I looked at the wrong, <laughs> the wrong I about said Ty Marsh. That's yeah. not Ty Marsh. But, yeah, Cade Cole with a little comeback route right there, and uh, he put it on time because the coverage wasn't bad. No. We were right there. So it's going to bring it third and short, about third and one for Huntsville as they are in James Clemens' territory at about the 17, 18-yard line. We have been playing on our side of the field all night, it seems yeah, like. we haven't crossed the 50 yet. And they, they started their first drive down on their end about the 30, 35, if I remember correctly, but every other one has been from their 45 to our side, and um, we've got to get this thing flipped back at some point. So it looks like they're going to call for a measurement because it's close to a first down, but I think it looks from up here, Coach, it looks like it's short. Just a little yep. bit. So fourth down, or third down. So third and short for Huntsville at the 14. Is that where they got it marked? I would go out there on a guess and say Little would be getting the ball right here. I would say so too. Well, they make quarterback sneak. Going to get under center. Yep, so McClung is under center. And they do have some meat on the front. Yes, they do. So McClung, looking to see, make sure everybody's set. Winds the clock. Here we go. McClung takes the snap and pushes himself forward. Looks like he got enough for the first down. So it's going to be first and 10 for the Panthers from the James Clemens 13. Just, I mean, you it, that's such a hard thing to stop unless they end up, you know, bobbling the ball on the snap or something. Usually a quarterback sneak's going to get the yard you need. Especially, I mean, he was less. He was like half a yard, I think. Yeah. And so he, if he gets any kind of lean um, and, and the offensive line gets any kind of push, he's going to get that first down. So McClung's going to hand it off to Long. Long's trying to bounce it to the outside. He's got some room. He's going to be brought down and out of bounds. A flag. Yeah, another flag on the on the play. That's a lot of penalties right here in the first quarter for both teams. Man, I'm going to tell you what. Hez did a great job of getting off his block with the receiver um, because if he doesn't, he's got a chance to get in the end zone right there, and he forced him to the sideline. So Huntsville with a holding call against them, so that's going to back them up. First and was that first and twenty? First and fifteen from the James Clemens twenty. Well, we needed to hold him right here to another field goal attempt. Um, because like I said, 
I'm not going to jinx myself. But <laughs> I've seen four attempts from this guy. He's made one. So, um, if and, and just a momentum builder. If we've been on that side of our our field the whole night, if we can get them stopped right here to a field goal attempt, maybe get that offense going on the other side. So McClung looking to pass. He's going to be oh, hit after the God. throw. Wow, he was tattooed right there. Throws it out there to the running back. No, or uh, to uh, Hensley. Hensley goes out of bounds. After about a five-yard pickup on that, but I tell you, McClung felt that one. Samad came in on an, a, a blitz from the outside and was untouched. And, boy, he paid the price. And luckily he timed it up. Yeah, Any did. later than what he hit him, we would have got a late hit. Yeah, but I tell you, McClung, if he hadn't have thrown it when he did, I mean, it, it was he was going to go down hard. So McClung, he's got long to his left, two splits to the far side, one to the near side. Make some adjustments. Long stays in there. He's going to hand it off to Long. Long's got a hole. He's going towards the end zone. He gets in there. Touchdown, Huntsville. And, again, being up here from as far up as we are, our defensive end came upfield in a hurry and left it wide open for him to cut up underneath and, and get up the field and um, had really untouched into the end zone right there. So, with, with that, I mean, Huntsville, three possessions, two scores on the board, 324 left to play in the opening quarter. Waiting for the extra point to go in or go up. There it is. It looks like it's good. So with 3.24 left to play in the opening quarter, Panthers take a 10 to nothing lead over James Clemens. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Welcome back to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. 324 left to play in the opening quarter. Huntsville Panthers on top 10 to nothing uh, early in this ball game. And uh, back deep to receive Jamal Mayers and Ty Doty for James Clemens. They're standing at about their five-yard line. Coach, we got to get some offense going. There's no doubt. We... we... Acted like we started to get a little bit of a drive a minute ago going and then backed it up with a penalty and, and uh, a tough play. By, we ran out of bounds over here on a ball we tried to throw away, but it was too late. And We've got to get some momentum going and get that defense some rest over there on the sideline because they've been on the field a lot this first quarter. So that kick's going to go a little bit deeper. It's going to bounce at the 10-yard line. It's going to be picked up and fielded at the 10. Down to the 30-yard line, goes out of bounds just short of the 35-yard line. Jamal. Looks like Jamal Mayers with that return. So James Clemens with really the best field position of the night so far in their first three possessions. Well, it's always risky on a kick play, whether it's a punt or a, a kickoff like that, to pick it up on a bounce. But he got a high bounce, something he could handle, and caught it on the run. And as fast as he is, he got down that sideline in a hurry and, and almost snuck by the, the guys yeah. that were coming to get him. So Lopez has got uh, he's got stacked receivers closest to us, and then he's got two splits to the far side. He's got Ballard in the backfield with him to his right. Lopez looking for the snap. Here it is, looking to throw it out here. 
Number 81 catches the ball at the 30-yard line, tries to put a move, pushed out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. So nice short gain, though. Uh, I mean, just got to get Lopez into the groove on some of these passes. No doubt. And and Little's a guy that's been catching some balls for us. You know, not a guy that uh, had a ton of catches last year. Um, And so I think he's had four receptions for 12 yards so far this season. Um, And so – or excuse me, that was last week. He's got nine for 75. So he's he's been – part of our deal here goes Gio sorry yeah no you're good you're good you're good so Lopez takes the snap we had the same formation with stacks closest to us Lopez saw some green right there in the middle and kept it himself picks up the first down so first and 10 James Clemens from their own 44 and they're going fast yes they are no huddle same look stacked receivers Lopez looking to throw it across the across the middle he does he's got his receiver right there in the middle short of the first down for a nine-yard reception and that's James Clemens. Is that Cooper? It is, and that's what he did so well last week. He's got to go off. He lost his helmet there, but he did such a good job of catching the ball and sitting down in space and then making guys miss to gain ground. He's got a really good first step right after the catch. It, Very it, quick. He does try to make that miss, and that's what you want from all your receivers. Lopez, again, same formation, stacked. Double splits right here closest to us. Lopez fakes like he's going to run, throws it out to Little. Little puts a juke move. He's down to the 40, the 30. He's pushed out of bounds at the 25-yard line. First down, James Clemens. Coach, we got us something going on. Well, we did. We got a ah. – looks like we had a hold on that block that, that freed him. Daggum. You know, and this is what they were trying to do early was hit these quick screens and get these guys in space and let them work. Um, we were just high with a lot of those passes early or, or we didn't get the blocking to get a pass off. And – Eventually, if we keep doing this successfully, it's going to open up that pass down the field. Uh, but right there, man, what a great move. And we thought we had a good block. I think that's Doty out here that was blocking and just had a little too much jersey. So they're going to call holding against James Clemens. Still going to be a first down. So they're going to go with the spot of the foul and move it back. But that does give James Clemens a first down in Huntsville territory. The ball is spotted at the Huntsville 43-yard line. First and 10, James Clemens. So, again, same formation, stacked receivers to the near side, two splits to the far side. Ballard just a step up. Lopez going deep, throwing it out there, under throws the receiver, pass intended for who is that? That's Logan Eggert. Logan Eggert. And uh, it looks like they got a penalty flag over there, possible pass interference against Huntsville. Yeah, it just it would be interesting because where that ball was thrown, it was almost like he was supposed to have an inside release on that defensive back, and the defensive back didn't let him because no. uh, Geo definitely threw it in the, on the inside of that guy. So they're, they're waving, waving that off. off. So they're going to say his uh, incomplete pass. So first and t- or second and ten for James Clemens. Clemens after that incomplete pass from Lopez. It'll be interesting. We've had a lot of flags so far, yeah. to, if they're on or off. And as, uh, as our former coach and good friend Wade Walter, he loved the Huntsville re- <laughs> referee uh, crew. <laughs> he always loved coming to Huntsville. Uh, so you just don't know what you're going to get. seems to be a lot of penalties in Lewis Cruz. Yep. So we got another false start against James Clemens. That's another penalty. Uh, we had seven penalties last week total. We're, we're going to eclipse that tonight. Yeah, and like I said – it seems to happen here quite a bit, and, and I don't like to, to harp on that or whatever. It's just it is what it is, and, and I don't know if we're undisciplined when we come here or, or what the deal is, but so far we're on pace. <laughs> so second and, second and 15 is the ball is at the 48-yard line of Huntsville. Lopez, same, same formation, empty backfield. Lopez got a run. He's got a man pursuing him, puts one juke move, gets down to the 
close to the line, original line of scrimmage, picks up about seven yards on the play, so it's going to bring up third and long in uh, Huntsville territory. They had a blitzer coming off this end that was untouched, uh, and luckily with Gio being uh, a left-handed quarterback, he was facing the guy that was coming. If that had been a right-handed quarterback, he'd have, he'd have got killed. So it looks like we're going to have another timeout. No penalty, no penalty flag. flag. Now they're going to wave that off. off. So they're going to say the Hunts will call a timeout with a minute 37 left to play in the opening quarter. Yeah, point it the right way. He was going to point it at James Clemens on that one. But uh, that, that's uh, Huntsville's Panthers uh, timeout right there. That's going to be their first of the half. The minute 37 left to play in the opening quarter. Huntsville on top, 10 to nothing. Coach, we've got a little bit of momentum, but then again, you just said it yourself, we end up shooting ourselves in the foot. Well, and hopefully we can make up the ground right here. We've got something going, got a little rhythm going. Um, you know, the biggest thing is we've got room to breathe for the first time tonight. We're, we're on their side of the 50. Um, no matter what happens here, at least we're kicking it into the deep into their territory. Um, and so hopefully we make those penalty yards up. And we've had a couple big plays right there. Had one real big one, and they got called back with that holding penalty. Yeah. But um, I like the direction things are going this drive much better. Well, that's a different formation than we've seen, those stacked receivers. And it's really causing Huntsville a little bit of problems. So we'll see what uh, see what we can do dial up right here. We're going to go splits to the ne- to the far side. We've got three, three of their trips on the far side. Ballard in the backfield, one closest to us. As we're waiting on the official to wind the clock. They end up stopping so much during the game. So no here doubt. we go. Here we go. All right. Wind it, and we're ready. Lopez, Ballard to his left. Shotgun. Lopez looks to the sidelines for the call. Any adjustments? Still trips to the far side. Showing blitz. Drop back to pass. He's going to throw long. Pass caught by Doty. Doty catches it at the five-yard line, falls forward. What a great throw and I catch. I tell you, that was beautiful. That, that is what we've been missing. Absolutely. And, and no knock on Ty again. As good as he was with those short mid-range, that ball right there was air underneath, dropped in on great coverage to a young receiver and hit him in the bread basket on the run. Beautiful. Uh, just a lot of air and dropped it in. It was a great pass. Now we're down there inside the five. So first and goal from the three-yard line, James Clemens going to hand it off to Ballard. Ballard's going to go untouched. Touchdown, James Clemens. Ballard, three-yard run. He he. Nobody even put a put a hand on the jersey. Well, when you got a running back uh, crew that is beat up as bad as ours, if you can get them touchdowns without being touched, that's ideal, isn't it? That's perfect. <laughs> so you got to love that. Man, we talked about the side-to-side action with all the screens and the, and the short runs and that it was going to open up a shot at some point. And, you know, getting Ty Doty just one or two steps behind that the defensive back and dropping that pass in inside the five and setting up that short run was, was huge. So Bosick lines up for the extra point, and it is wide right. So with a minute 27 left to play in the opening quarter, Huntsville Panthers 10, James Clemens 6. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119, look for them on Facebook or online at Extreme Pressure 
ExtremePressureWashing21.net. Spell it X-T-R-E-M-E. Extreme Pressure Washing. Welcome back to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Coach Johnny Johnson, their producer, Mr. Tim Lambert. A minute 27 left to play in the opening quarter here at Alabama A&M Stadium, the Lewis Cruz Stadium. Uh, James Clemens down by four. Panthers 10. James Clemens six uh, with Ballard three-yard touchdown run. Went in untouched to put that in there. Bosick's kick is a high end-over-end kick. It's going to be fielded at the seven-yard line by number three for Huntsville. It's going to stop at the 20-yard line, cut it back. It's going to be brought down at the 25. So it'll be first and 10, Huntsville from their own 25. That was a good job of staying in your lane right there, old Camden Wells. You know, when he tried to cut that back, if we get out of our lanes as that breaks down, there may be a hole there for him. So Camden did a good job of corralling him and making a good tackle. Now, don't want to – I mean, Ballard with a great run there, three yards. I mean, going in untouched, but you cannot overstate what uh, Lopez to Doty, that big pass play to get us down there in first and goal position. So hopefully we can get the defense off the field quickly and get our offense back in there and keep that groove going. No doubt. And we've stopped the clock again for something. Goodness. All right, here we go. McClung in the backfield. He's got Long right behind him, trips to the far side. Everybody else is in tight. He's going to hand it off to Long. Long's going to try to bounce it to the outside. Found himself a little bit of a hole. He's got six yards, seven yards. Goes out of bounds, uh, tackled before he gets out of bounds after about a six-yard gain. So second and four for Huntsville. Jalen Ruffin right there, one of our outside linebackers, did a great job. He didn't end up making the tackle, and he got a few extra yards. But, boy, he fought that def- the uh, offensive tackle there and stayed to the outside and did not let him get around and did a great job of containing that play and not letting it be a lot bigger than it was. So second and four for Huntsville in their own territory. Ball at the 32-yard line. Trips to the near side. McClung takes the ha- snap. He hands it off to Long. Long is going to use lo- lose yardage there. I couldn't tell who There's came the in. Big man. Yeah, that is Nate Jennings. Yeah, you know I need to start knowing that. I can see it because I can see his hair coming yeah, out of his no helmet. No doubt, he's got that hair hanging out. But boy, how quick was he off the ball right there? Just total whiff by the offensive lineman, and he was in the backfield making the play. So Long is listed at six foot, one hundred and ninety pounds, but uh, he runs a lot bigger than he is, and six foot's not small. No, and even 190 pounds at this level to tackle, especially as fast as he is, it's, it's a, a good, strong running back. So McClung looks to the sidelines for the call. He's going to put Long directly behind him, so it means he goes into the pistol formation. He's going to fake the handoff to Long, looks to drop back to pass, throws it across the middle, ball is incomplete, knocked out by Mark Woods, able to get a hand in there for the intended receiver, knocks it out. And I can't see if that's Hensley. It looks like it may be a number four down there. But, you know, he's a guy that's usually sure-handed. But, boy, he was in traffic and got popped right there and paid the price. So the defense did exactly what we wanted them to do, bring up a long uh, third down. End of the the quarter. Yeah, so that is the end of the quarter. All right, here we go. End of the first quarter, your score, Huntsville Panthers 10, James Clemens 6. You're listening to James Clemens Football and Play Action Sports. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 
866-772-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Attention all you James Clemens football fans out there. Play Action Sports and Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe are teaming up to bring you Time Out with Tzatziki's. Listen to James Clemens football from Play Action Sports. And during the first time out of every game, we'll announce the winner of a chicken dinner for four from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe in Madison. Just go to PASnetwork.net, enter your name, and you may be our next winner. Time Out with Tzatziki's from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe and Play Action Sports. You're listening to James Clements Football, brought to you each and every week by Play Action Sports as we begin the second quarter here at Lewis Cruz Stadium. Huntsville on top, 10-6 to over your James Clemens Jets. But our defense coach to end that quarter did exactly what we wanted them to do. They held them, so it brings up fourth down. Man, score and then get a stop. And so now we get the ball back, uh, pending this punt, of course, uh, and with a chance. It looks like good field position. Got Jamal back, and he's, he's on our, what, 36-yard line awaiting this punt. And so should have good field position and a chance to go down here and hopefully maybe take, uh, take a lead. So nice high wow. punt. It's got plenty of hang time. And – he just does the right thing and calls fair catch. So it's going to be first and 10, James Clemens, from their own 32-yard line. Great punt right there. It was at number 11. Oh, not Ty Doty. Number 11. That's, that was one of the better, better punts we've seen all season. Yeah. Great spiral, turned it over, forced our guy back, uh, and, and fair catch back at about the 32. So Lopez and the rest of the crew comes back out. Got a new look on this uh, offensive formation. Two running backs in the backfield. Now we're going to put the man up a little bit closer to the line. Got two splits to the far side. One really close to the near side is uh, that looks like Eggert. So Eggert comes back in to the other side of the 30 uh, yard marker. You know, we tried that. No, go oh, ahead. you're good. We tried that a lot last week. The, the motion quarterback out as a wide receiver and and then moving back in we're still waiting to see something off that well right there we saw lopez complete the pass to Doty, picks up eight yards on the play so it'll be second down and two uh got another nice little momentum let's keep it going guys lopez takes a snap hands it off to ballard ballard up the middle fights his way forward looks like he gets the first down and then some so nice first down or second down run there by ballard and that's one thing we've seen from him all season. Once he gets going forward, he, he ends up leaning at least for a couple of yards. He does not go backwards very often. Lopez takes a snap, hands it off to Ballard again. Same hole. Not the same reaction there but uh, or same outcome, but he did pick up three yards on the play, so it would be second and seven as we get closer to the Huntsville Panthers' side of the field. Linebacker number 30, Goodlow, came in and just shot through and took his knees out right there and got his legs out from under him. So now we're going to fake the handoff to Ballard. Lopez is just going to slide forward because he didn't have a whole lot of room to run. So it's going to bring up third down and long for James Clemens. Not yeah, sure what happened. Some there. kind of broken play. He looked like he was going to throw a, a wide receiver screen there and there was nobody looking at him. So he just went up the field and slid and got a yard or two. So got two splits to both sides. Ballard in the backfield to the left of Lopez. Gets them to jump, but they get back in time. Lopez looks to the sidelines. Lopez is standing on about his 40-yard line, puts Ballard in motion, coming close to us. Lopez looking to throw a quick pass out to Doty. Doty picks the ball up, crosses the 50 down into Huntsville Panther territory. It's going to bring up fourth down and short, though, Coach. What do you think we got to do? Be interesting call here um, just because of the time of the game. We're early in the second quarter. Uh, it's about a three yards, but you're in that territory. If you really punt, how 
is going to go in Death. the end zone. I mean, so it looks like we're going to at least line up to go for it and see what they do. So Ballard is to the left of Lopez. Two splits to both sides. You've got Cooper on this side. You've also got uh, Eggert on this side, which means you've also got on the other side Cooper and Little. Well, and something we've seen out of this. Oh, check that. That's Doty. And Doty falls down. We've seen the uh, – well, they're just going to take a timeout. I was going to say we've seen the, the little quick kick out of that with Geo before. Yeah. They could have backed it up and just quick kicked it right there, but looked like they wanted to see how the defense lined up and then decided it wasn't a good move and may go to a punt here. So James Clemens calls their second timeout of the first half. And uh, what we'll do is take a look at our North Alabama Gas District scoreboard serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Always call 811 before you dig. Right here looking at the scores, you've got Sparkman 10, Albertville nothing. That's in the first quarter. Brewer and East Limestone. Brewer with a touchdown lead 7 to nothing in the second quarter over East Limestone. Athens with an early lead over Muscle Shoals 6 to nothing in the second quarter. Lawrence County 6, Ardmore nothing in the second. And Bob Jones 15, Grissom 0 in the second quarter at their homecoming at Madison City Schools Stadium. So that is your North Alabama Gas District School Board serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. As always, call 811 before you dig, and we are going to line up to punt. So just a little too much green to try to go for that first down. And it's really early in the game. So that punt bounces at the 15-yard line, keeps rolling, Takes a Huntsville bounce all the way into the twenty into the uh, end zone, which is going to be a touchback, which puts them at the first and ten at their own twenty. Well, that's what we talked about. You, you, three yards, a little maybe further than that, may have been too too long to take a chance right there on fourth down. But the the flip side of that is we're far enough into the field where a punt's probably going in the end zone yeah. with an inexperienced punter. If we had a punter that was not a soccer player first, right? <laughs> uh, which Luke's done a great job this year. Yeah, I'm not knocking no, him, but trying to angle that thing and get it inside the 10 or something like that is not something that he's used to doing because, honestly, he didn't start the season as even our punter. He just was the kicker yeah, uh, and has come on and just punt the last couple of weeks. So uh, here we go on the 20. So McClung and company hand off to Long up the middle. McClung's going to bounce it to the outside. He's gone to the 25, be brought down by number 31 for James Clemens, short of the first down. Now they're going to say he got the first down, so a nice 11-yard run there by Long. Good job of Samad hanging on. He is such a patient runner. The, the hole closed up in front of him. He just pulled the brake, waited for a second to see where everybody was going, and then hopped outside. Uh, and Samad did a good job of holding on and at least getting him down without a really big gain. So another first down for Huntsville, first and 10 from their own 31-yard line. McClung in the backfield. He's got Long back there. Going to f- just kind of do a swing pass out to number four. That's um, Hensley. Hensley. You said he's sure-handed, but right there he dropped that one. Yeah, on film, that's the guy he goes to a ton. And uh, that's, you know, two that he's dropped tonight. This one right here, and then one he got punished after dropping a while ago. Um, so he's having a little shaky start to the game, but he's, he's an athlete we've got to keep our eye on. So it's going to bring up second and ten after the incomplete pass for Huntsville. McClung hands it off to Long up the middle. Long's going to be met at the line of scrimmage and then brought down after about a five-yard gain because he kind of kept those legs driving. Uh, but brought down after a nice little six-yard gain there for Huntsville. Brody Stinson stepping up from the safety uh, position there and making that tackle, and and it was man-on-man, looked like two Rams had hit each other, and (laughs) who's going to give ground? And did a good job of wrestling him down right there where they hit. So second and four for the Panthers, still on their side of the field. They're at their own 36-yard line. James Clemens lines up. You got two splits to the near side, one to the far side, and he is really split McClung goes to the uh, line of scrimmage moves long from his left to right 
So McClung's going to pass, throws it over, and it's got oh, oh, right off the goodness. fingertips. You don't Mayers. see that many times for Mayers. Well, he did. He came through the receiver to try to make that pick, read it, jumped the route. Uh, I don't know that the receiver didn't have a hold of his hand or at least a piece of what his arm, um, because if not, that's a pick six. Oh, he had he had nothing but real estate in front of him, just not able to bring that one in. But that does bring up fourth down for Huntsville, so they're going to have to punt again. So, again, Mayers is going to go back there. He's going to stand at about the 33-yard line, his own 33-yard line. And uh, let's see if we can get something going here special teams-wise. Again, a nice high punt with plenty of hang time. Mayers is going to field it at the 32. He's trying to bounce it to the outside, but he's going to be brought down short of the 40 to about the 38, and there's a penalty flag on the play. There were some bodies that flew on top of that pile right there at the end after the tackle, and I don't know if that's going to be um, a late hit or, or some kind of an excessive block on our side, but it happened right there at the, at the tackle. So wait on the officials to give us Coach call. <laughs> coach Fleetwood does not look happy no, on the sidelines. He does not. Uh, Huntsville's head coach, so I'm guessing it's against them. So personal foul, face mask against Huntsville. So Mayer's return of about five yards, six yards is going to tack on some more, and uh, that's going to put us closer to Huntsville territory, if not all the way in it. And it does. Moves across the 50 down to about the 46-yard line. Looks like we're going to spot it. So first and 10, James Clemens from the Huntsville 46. Well, it may be something about this stadium because the whole game has been played on this side. Yeah. The first quarter it was, you know, Huntsville down here. Now we've played on this side of the field. Um, Maybe the stadium. That's it. So we're going left to right if you're looking at your computer screen. Lopez is going to throw it out there to Little. Looks like he's got Little right there on the outside. For Oh, it's going to be only about a – uh, what seven yard catch yeah and that was actually logan eggert he's oh, the logan one we eggert. talked Check about that. before the game that gives us a little different look at wide receiver um and, and they need to get him going he's, he's a guy that doesn't have much experience spent a lot of last year hurt but boy he's got some wide range uh, with those long arms and it's t- you know like i said i think he's six six <laughs> that is a player right there so we've got another whistle stopping the clock and there's a flag on this sideline False start, False start against James Clemens. I, I didn't see where it was. So that's another penalty against James Clemens. False start. It's going to move us back. I think it was on Eggert. Um, and I noticed something on film last week. He got away with it a few times. Boy, he would be in his stance, and that back foot, he would pick it up and put it down late. Like it was almost like he started with the back foot and then just realized it wasn't time to go. And I don't know that he didn't do that right there. You have to fix that once they get him in the film room and show him where he's got to get set. Lopez trips to the far side. Lopez looking to throw. Throws it out to Ballard. Ballard tries to make one man miss. Not able to. Loses. Oh, and actually gains about. uh, No, he loses a yard there. So it's going to bring up third and nine for James Clemens. There's not a whole lot of room there. He was trying to make that move using his athleticism. But uh, that was a good open field tackle. And it's interesting the difference. And it could be the defense. But the difference in the passes tonight versus when Ty was in. Ty was a lot of slants posts. Uh, with Geo, it's a lot more swings to the outside. And he does that again, slings it out to Ballard. Ballard with a great reception on a little wheel route to pick up the first down all the way down to the 30-yard 30, 30 line. So it's first and 10, James Clemens deep into Huntsville Panther territory at the 30. Nice play. Good timing on the pass. Hit him in stride. Uh, and that's not just an easy pass to hit no. that guy on that, that swing. So Ballard takes the ball, runs it up the middle, 
for a short gain of about two yards. So it's going to bring up second and eight for James Clemens with 726 and counting left to play in this opening half with Panthers on top of the James Clemens Jets 10 to six. But James Clemens making a move right here. Lopez looks for the snap. Got him on that. They did jump off sides there. Freeze, freeze play got him, defensive end, and one of the tackles both jumped, and the defensive end went too far. Looks like we're going to get another five yards. This is a laundry field first half. I'm not going to say any more about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've said my piece. <laughs> so it's going to break up second and short for James Clemens. It's going to be about second and about four. Lopez looking to throw. He's got a rusher. He's got to get rid of it. Oh, it's no. thrown That's up. Out. Yeah, I, think, I don't think his arm was going forward. And looks like uh, looks like Huntsville got yeah, the ball. Yeah, it looks like they did. So you know, and that's what we talked about earlier. We've seen this at the Mountain Brook game, and then even once tonight, him trying to make some dangerous throw in traffic instead of just running and, and taking the least amount of loss possible. He tried to get one out to. I didn't see anybody over there really uh, as a receiver, uh, and ends up coming. Arm gets hit as he's throwing balls out. Huntsville gets the ball when we were really driving and making something happen and trying to go in and get the lead. Yeah, that rusher came in up the middle. He was really untouched, and Lopez just didn't have time to set his feet and was trying to make something happen. But uh, when he tried to go forward with his arm, it just – Well, and we talked about this last week, uh, talking about the offensive line and all the changes. And, you know, they were having a hard time even knowing who was going left and who was going right sometimes because young guys, new guys. And so it looked like there was a hole right there. So swing pass out to Hensley. By McClung, he's not going to have much room to move. As some good tackling there by um, – you see Woods coming up. You see number – what is it, number 21? 21, Hezron. Hezron. Kinsey comes in there, makes another hit. So uh, the, the secondary is definitely doing their job tonight. Uh, just not really – we're not giving up a whole lot of big plays. They're just chipping away like you want their offense to do. Well, and Hez does a great job of holding that blocker there and then shedding him, and then Mark comes in and lays the wood. Literally. Literally. <laughs> So Long takes the snap up the middle and uh, picks up positive yards, crosses the 45 down to about the 46. But that's going to be what? That's going to bring up third and a couple. A couple, yeah. Or is that second? That was second and a couple. It'll be interesting to see if they keep pounding straight up the middle, which they do. Yep, and they he's met at the line of scrimmage again, but pushes forward. I don't like where they got that ball spotted, but they are saying he picked up the first down, so it's going to be first and 10 Huntsville from their own 49. Which we've done a better job here lately of of closing those gaps in the middle. Um, you know, those early in the game, they were hitting that right off the the, the center and guard yeah. and, and gaining five, six, seven yards at a time, and now they're getting one to three, and yeah. so we're doing a better job there. So first and 10 Huntsville. Long gets the ball again. Is their workhorse. He picks up 10-plus yards all the way. Picks up 11 as he gets into James Clemens' territory down to the 39-yard line. So another first down run there by Long. Well, and, of course, as soon as I say that, he goes up the middle for some yardage. But I think that one was actually going off tackle, and he cut it back to our middle. Uh, and there wasn't anybody there to fill the hole. So 547 left to play in the opening half. Huntsville Panthers 10, James Clemens 6. It's a heat timeout. We'll take a quick one. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. 
Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. You're listening to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. We are at Lewis Cruz Stadium, home of the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. Can't even say Bulldogs tonight. It's so fast coming out of that break. But uh, we're it's a home game for the Huntsville Panthers and James Clemens Jets. And uh, right now with 547 left to play in the opening half, Jay, uh, Huntsville with a 10-6 to lead over James Clemens. And Huntsville, first and 10 in James Clemens' territory. Ball spotted at the James Clemens 39. Going to hand it off to Long again. Long's going to be brought down in the backfield. Nice nice tackle there by Christopher Kang for James Clemens. Yeah, Kang's a guy that is big and strong, but he's actually pretty quick. And he got in the, the backfield untouched right there and caught him from behind and just got enough of those shoelaces to trip him up. You can look at the linebacker, and he's uh, in, in, in high school, and he's six foot, weighs 205. That's a, that's, that's, and, that's and a meat. And deadlifts over 600 pounds. That's some meat right there. He's a, he's a monster. So second and, second and 12 after the loss of two yards, McClung's going to swing pass it out to number three for the Panthers going to pick up positive yards, gets back almost to the original, or a little bit further than the original line of scrimmage, so it's still going to be third and long for Huntsville. You know, not much different than us. They're trying to get guys in space. That's Jabbar again. They've tried to hit Hensley on these little short passes in space and let them make moves. We've done a great job in the defensive backfield of keeping those guys contained. So third down and seven for Huntsville. McClung going to roll to his right, looking to throw it. Throws off his back foot. He's going to catch, get his receiver. He's going to catch it close to the out-of-bounds marker. They're going to say he caught it. So another Huntsville Panthers first down. You know, and that's one where Jamal might want to have that one back. He tried to undercut that ball and make a play and really got too far underneath it, and the throw got over him and, and made a good catch there on the sideline and kept his feet in bounds. Tell you what, Amar, Amari Jabbar so far has been kind of the receiver for Huntsville. Yeah, because they've gone to Hensley as well, but he that, he hadn't made the catches that Jabbar has. So Long takes the snap up the middle and goes nowhere for no gain. Literally, they don't even move the the uh, ball marker on the other side. So it brings up second down and ten for Huntsville. You know, and Jabbar's getting a bunch more looks tonight because you know number five Cameron White was really their go-to receiver, yeah. um, and he is not in the game tonight. I guess he may be hurt or whatever the situation is. So Jabbar's filled in and caught a lot more passes this week. So McClung dropping back to pass. Pump fakes. He's got to rush. He's got to get out of the pocket. Gets tackled out of bounds after about a two-yard gain. So it's going to bring up third and long for the Panthers. But one thing that you said earlier in the pregame is uh, that uh, McClung likes to roll to his right, but he was looking left on that one. Yeah, he was rolling right, but he was trying to throw back left. And so he, that's what he wants to do. He wants to roll right, hit either the, the, the slot guy dragging across the middle or somebody running an out on that on that uh, sideline over there like he did a play earlier. Yeah. So you got third and long. They said no gain on the play. So third and ten for Huntsville. Long in the backfield to the left of McClung. Got 
Two splits to the near side, two to the far side. There's the snap. McClung got a rush. He goes, gets rid of it, just throws it out to number 21, the receiver. He didn't even have anybody on him, but he gets five yards on the play. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened right there. There was a busted coverage. We went deep with one receiver and had multiple defensive backs there and just left that short route open. Uh, and there at number 21, first time we've seen him tonight uh, for Huntsville catch a pass. But the defensive secondary was able to come in and close and keep him from getting too big of a game. But fourth and five here for Huntsville, and they're going to go for it. So long to McClung's right. Looking to throw it. No, they're going to hand it off to Long right up the middle, but I don't think he Stop got it, Coach. It. No, I think he's going to be short. They're going to spot that thing near the 20, and he needed to get to the 18. Uh, and so big stop by our defense right there, 336 left in the, in the half, and gives our offense a chance to go down and get some points going into the halftime, and we get the ball back on the other side of halftime. Which is always a good thing for the good guys. So first and 10, James Clemens. Ball is going to be spotted at their own 20-yard line. So it's like they punted and it went in the end zone for a that's, touchback. That's right. How about that? All right, Lopez, he's got two splits to the far side. He's going to have two to the near side. He's got Ballard to his left. Waiting on the snap. Geo takes a snap, drops back to pass. Nice five-yard step or five-step. Yeah, throws it out to Cooper. Cooper just couldn't bring that in. Yeah, it's hard to see because of our angle right there. If that was a little bit far out in front of Cooper, if we just dropped that right there, but, um, you know, had a, a guy trailing him right on his heels. Uh, would have probably gotten a few yards. If he gets away from that guy, he's got a big game because there wasn't many people out there. So second and ten for James Clemens at, the, at their own 20. Two splits to the far again, two to the near side. The ones on the far side are split really far out. The other two closest to us are a little bit tighter. Ballard to the left. Going to fake the handoff to Ballard. He's going to throw it out there to Cooper. Cooper's going to bring that in. Looks like he got the first down on that, Coach. I think he did. Nice little 11-yard catch and pitch and catch there. Lopez to Cooper. Yeah, the where they spotted right there, at the uh, looks like 31, 30, 30 and a half yard line, and we're going to have the first down there, move the chains, and give us some breathing room. Same setup as before. Lopez got Ballard to his left. Shotgun takes the snap, drops back. He's got a rush. Got to get rid of it. It's a nice little screen pass to Ballard. Ballard's at the 35 to the 40, trying to take it down. He's going to cross his midfield. Still on his feet, still in bounds. They, oh, they said he stepped out. Man. They said he stepped out. Wow. Oh, they said he stepped out at the 28-yard line. But I tell you what, that was a beautiful call there by James Clemens. Lopez to Ballard. Huge gain right before the half. Well, we talked about it in the pregame. They'd like to blitz, especially if they get you in a long, long situation or late, like a third down. They bring a lot of blitzes during the game, more than most teams. Uh, and that's going to be – leave you susceptible to that screen play yeah. right there. And Ballard, if he gets an open field, he's got some speed for a bigger guy. I thought he had it, but he was trying to tiptoe toe down those sidelines, but uh, just put that toe right out of bounds at the 28. So first and 10, James Clemens. Ballard goes in motion, looking to swing pass it. Lopez didn't like what he saw, so keeps it himself. Spin move, push that circle button on the controller, <laughs> picks up positive yards, only two yards on the carry, but uh, still positive yards. And, you know, I don't know that that's not a called play where we fake the screen and it turns into a quarterback draw. I saw them do that in practice some on film this week and something with – with Geo especially more than Ty Marsh uh, can run some plays like that where it's almost like a delayed quarterback draw. So trips to the far side, one split to the near side. Got him to jump again. Got him to jump. I tell you, it's that hard count Lopez is doing. Keeping him, keeping him moving. Well, and it's good because as fast as Coach Cola likes to call the game and we've gotten some, some momentum here and moved quickly, that's when they're going to be susceptible to that hard count right there. 
So he's going to bring up second down and about four for James Clemens inside Huntsville territory. We're under two and a half minutes to play in the opening half. He's got his man right there. Cooper brings it. Oh, it falls out of Cooper's hands at the goal line. Oh, he had that. It was a beautiful pass. And just great coverage by the defender. And if number one, it maybe could have been out in front of him a little more to give him a chance, but I don't know how much better you could throw that ball. Um, what great coverage, and he, he fitted into that tight window right there and the, just got a hand on it, and Cooper couldn't hang on. So now in the backfield, looks like number 36. Is that uh, Cameron Barry? Is, or 30, Cameron Barry, is that right? 36, I can't see from way we're up so here. Far, we're so far down the running back <laughs> chart at this point. Yes, Cameron Barry, 36. So he's to the left. He's going to come out of the backfield and run. That's a nice pitch and catch there. Lopez. Looks like the same Cooper. play to the other side, yeah. just a little shorter and quicker. So first down, ball at the 10-yard line. Is that going to be first and goal? Or now yeah, they're yep. going to say first and goal right at the 10. So 10 yards to go. We're almost under a, two minutes to play in the opening half. And that's Cam Berry, the first time we've called his name on a, on a carry. And he got some positive yards, not many. So it's going to bring up second and goal for James Clemens from their from the Huntsville eight. So with DJ Williams out and Aiden Cook out, it's Cam Berry. That's the answer to who the next guy is. That's what we've been waiting on. Empty backfield. Lopez throws it up. Pass looks like it's caught. It is caught. Touchdown. James Clemens Eggert in the end zone. Nice little toss up right there. Lopez to Eggert. Well, that's the element we talked about in the pregame as well that he brings that almost none of our other receivers do. We've got those shorter, quicker, explosive type guys. He's that long rangey 6'6 frame that you just throw it up for grabs and, and we just out height someone else yeah. right we, we just got more height than you do and it worked out there and, and gonna give us a lead here so Bosick's gonna line up for the extra point he missed one earlier let's get this one punched through the uprights guys low snap he kicks it it's up looks like that one went right down the middle yeah. and it did with a minute 41 left to play in the opening half Jets take the lead for the first time tonight your score James Clemens 13 Huntsville 10 you're listening to James Clemens football on play action sports this is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible textbook series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. We're excited. A minute 41 left to play in the opening half, and James Clemens takes the first lead, their first lead of the night after that uh, Touchdown pass from Lopez to Eggert and um, puts us up 13 to 10. We got a three point lead uh, right before halftime. So let's just uh, have this defense step up and keep Huntsville out of the end zone. Well, we talked about that fourth down stop was going to be huge for momentum. And if we could go down and score right before half and get the ball back on the backside, uh, what a big turn of events that would be. And here we are. So Bosick kicks the ball back, uh, refilled it at the one yard line is Hensley. And Hensley's just going to lose his footing at about the 15. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he decided to bring that out. I thought his foot went into the end zone. It did. I don't know that the ball ever did, but his back foot definitely did. And I, I'm not sure about the high school rules on that. I know what the ball goes in. I thought it was a touchback, dead. yeah. Um, so they're going to come out to the 15, and, and hopefully we get a quick defensive stand here with 135 left. 
So make sure you listen to us tonight as we uh, enter, enter, or you can always enter your name in for the Lawler's Fan of the Week at PASnetwork.net. We'll announce the winner during the post-game show of each James Clemens game. The winner gets a gift card from Lawler's Barbecue. And like I said, we'll announce that name at the end of tonight's ballgame during the post-game show because we love to give away food. That's right. All right, Huntsville. Gets the ball, first and 10 from their own 15, hands it off to Long. Long trying to find some, make some ha- something happen as he crosses the 20, brought down at about the 22-yard line for second down, oh. penalty flag on the play. Did we get a late little extracurricular activity after that, Coach? Looked like it. Big Nate Jennings, man, he ran him all the way across the field and ran him down. There was some collisions there, and it looks like dead ball no, personal dead. foul on them. Yeah. So we're going to back them up even deeper. I like that. Boy, yeah. what if we got a – Quick stop right here and got the ball back one more time. I'd love that. Be interesting this deep in their territory uh, if we call some timeouts. If it looks like they've got we got one left, so if we get another stop here and have some time left on a third down stop, do we call it and force a punt? Got to right. I think you got to. I think you got to at least try to get in. See how see how strong Bosick's leg Bosick can get one in through the uprights. I mean, we know he's got the leg. I'd love to get a field goal. Let's get a turnover here with a minute 23 left to play in this opening half. It looks like they're going to have a second and 15 right here. Surely if I'm Huntsville, I'm going to try to just run this thing out. Yeah, that's what I would. I mean, you know Coach McGee's got one timeout left, but make him burn it if he's trying to stop the clock. No doubt. So second and 15 for Huntsville, waiting on the officials to start the clock, and here we do. There you go. All right, McClung, shotgun. He's got Long back there with him. He's got two splits to the near side. He's going to put two to the far side. Actually, one. Check that. So let's see what they do. We're going to put Mayers out there on number three. That is Jabbar. Been their leading receiver so far tonight. So they're going to hand it off to Long, and Long's not going to have much room to move, and it's going to be third and Long for Huntsville. And James Clemens does exactly what we thought they would do, called a timeout. So now they'll have third down. It's going to be tight, with depending on how quick we get him to the ground, if there's any time left. Um, and it would be interesting to see how they handle it. If the clock's running on fourth down and there may be just a few seconds left when they have to snap fourth down, do they even go into a punt? Do they just hand it to the, the, the uh, quarterback and throw it away late or just hand it to the, the running back? You don't know what they're going to do. You never know. It's football. It's well, football. Coach Kimbrew, we're missing him tonight. We, <laughs> and he you know, would you're tell talking, us. You're talking about not trying to get words out earlier. I think it's our mouths are tired because we're having to cover <sighs> for him. He's just texting me talking about how it's a whole different deal without having the crowd mic the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, we miss you. Hope you get back to us next week for homecoming. Yeah. As uh, we'll be uh, next week back at, at home, Madison City School Stadium, as we host Florence for our homecoming game next week right here. And you can listen to us right here on Play Action Sports. And we should have the Trinity up here. We'll have us all back, the three amigos, the the Trinity. Whatever you want to call it. Then we go to halftime here in a minute. We got the boss man, Dr. Brian Clayton, going to join us at halftime. So somehow or another during our dialogue, that clock went down from 50-something seconds to 5.7. There, they got it right. There we go. And now we're at 57 seconds. So third and about 12 for Huntsville. Ball is at their own 14-yard line. So they'd have to snap the ball somewhere in that 10 to 15-second range, if my math, depending on how quick we get this guy on the ground. So he's going to hand off to Long. Long's going to be brought down. Penalty flag on the play. That's going to stop the clock. It's probably going to be a hold, which I would assume Coach McGee would decline. 
decline it, force fourth down right here. And with 53 left and a 25 runoff, there's still 25 seconds left for, to make them make a decision on whether they punt it or what they're going to do. They'd have to punt at this point. And then you never know on a snap or a block. Well, I said it was a hold. Still no sign. Mm-mm. Well, that's going to be against James Clemens. So it was a face mask. No, couldn't have been. It's that's only a five short, yards. That's a, yeah. Not sure what they did. I never saw a signal from the referee. I didn't either. He's he's standing there amongst everybody else. Three miles from the press box. Yeah, it's it's a it's a distance, y'all. It's a distance. All right, clock is running. We're at fifty seconds and counting. They're still in the same situation here. Yeah. So replay third down. You're looking at about fifteen seconds left on the clock. We have no timeouts left. We can't stop the clock. So Huntsville's just going to let this one go. The play clock's down to 15 seconds. The, play, uh, the game clock is at 28. So a little bit of difference between the two. So McClung's going to wait for that snap to get down to about five. He does right now. Hands it off to Long. Long, again, nowhere to go. Short gain on the play, but that's probably going to be the last play of the half. And with that, James Clemens with a 13-10 to 10 lead going into halftime. And, Coach, uh, I know that the way things started and the way the first half is finishing – is turning out pretty positive. There's no doubt. Early on, it was a little ugly. We were, were out of rhythm offensively, defensively. We had some position, uh, um, some penalties that put us in bad situations field position-wise. Um, but as we settled into that second quarter, man, we looked a lot better offensively, and that helps our defense because they're not on the field so much. Well, what we've got at halftime is uh, here when we come back from our break, we're going to listen to the James Clemens Marching Band. And then after that, we're going to talk to the principal at James Clemens, Dr. Brian Clayton. And we'll have him as our halftime guest here in just a little bit. You're listening to James Clemens Football. It's tw- 13 to 10 going into halftime. James Clemens on top of Huntsville. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Time for our Play Action Sports Sideline Shoutout. A tip of the hat from the head coaches to their assistants on the sidelines. Logan Cole and Francesco is our offense coordinator, coaches, quarterbacks for us. Uh, Logan it was at uh, Felt City most previously. Hired him this offseason when Coach Woodson took the East Limestone job. We didn't get him until July, so we were late in the game picking him up. So we're, you know, kind of behind the eight ball there trying to catch up with kind of new system and new terminology and things like that. But he's done an outstanding job. He's been the head coach of John Carroll before. Came up under John Grass, who was the head coach of Jacksonville State. He's been at Oxford and uh, Spain Park and some programs like that. So does a really, really good job for us. High energy guy. So we're, we're really excited to have him with us this year. Our next coach is uh, Coach Austin Burke. He is our uh, strength and conditioning coordinator, coaches our defensive line. He's also the run game coordinator. Does a really tremendous job in the offseason with our kids in the weight room. Has high standards, high expectations, holds the kids accountable. Does a lot of things on the discipline side for us um, to make sure that our kids are falling in line with the culture that we want to create here. And does a really good job. Passionate guy about, about the game and about you know, his players and winning. He loves to win. He hates to lose. Love having him on board with us. That's tonight's sideline shout-out. We'll be back with a halftime show after this from Play Action Sports. 
North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville. Helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Welcome back to James Clemens High School Football right here on Play Action Sports. It's halftime. James Clemens on top of Huntsville 13-10. to Let's take a break and listen to the pride of James Clemens, the marching band.
now, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to close our portion of your halftime entertainment with our full JCHS marching band and a portion of the 2022 Halftime Show Royals, featuring the music of Lord, Queen, and the Godfather's soul, James Brown. That was the James Clemens Marching Band, all doing such a great job as always each and every week at their halftime show, putting on a great performance tonight. We are at halftime, and James Clemens on top, 13-10 to 10 over the Huntsville Panthers. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Brian Clayton, the principal at James Clemens High School. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. When Keith and Amy Richards went on a Greek vacation in 1997, their goal was to create savory foods from simple ingredients. Thus, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe was born with their healthy spin on traditional Greek food in the form of salads, gyros, sandwiches, and soups. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, located at 105 Brookridge Drive, Suite A, just off Highway 72 in Madison. Open Monday through Sunday, 10.30 a.m. till 9 p.m. Call 724-6554 or visit them online.
online at tzatzikiscafe.com. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Originality is our nationality. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. Keep up with Athens and Limestone County Sports with a Play Action Sports Report. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform, the Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. Welcome back to James Clements Football right here on Play Action Sports. Again, we are at halftime with your score, James Clements 13, Huntsville Panthers 10. And we're joined tonight in the booth, uh, Dr. Brian Clayton, the principal at James Clements. Dr. Clayton, it's the first time I've ever had a chance to sit and talk with you. Hey, glad to do it. Very excited to be up here with you all. Y'all do a great job every Friday night or Thursday night, whatever night we play. But uh, I don't get to hear a lot of it. But sometimes I hear, you know, see clips, I mean, hear clips and uh, – Always very impressed. Well, you're always busy at the games, understandably so. So, yes. but but you've been you've been the principal at James Clemens since the, the inception. So when you started this uh, this job what, ten plus years ago, is this how you envisioned James Clemens, especially with the sports program, the bands, everything? You guys have so much going on. Yes, sir. You know, we started with a lot of good building blocks uh, as far as coaching and uh, as far as band directors and different people and. Uh, it's really grown over the years. We, you know, we have about 2,200 students now, starting out with about 1,100. And it's just been a great feeling to watch it and just watch the community develop over on the west side of Madison. And uh, all of that, you know, comes together on Friday nights or comes together during a theater performance or a band concert. And it just really, really sets the tone for a lot of good things. And our kids have a lot of great kids, have a lot of great parent support, and uh, that makes a, a Friday night or a break, makes a concert or or anything that goes on in our school very enjoyable because we have such strong support, and uh, it makes it, you know, I don't want to say it's easy. I don't know that anything in school is easy sometimes, but it makes it really enjoyable. Well, you know, the just the, the immediate success, or not the immediate, but the recent success of the football program. You know, you've had some some really good coaches come in and establish this program. Coach McGee has come in and, and really, in his second year, has has you know developed this program along with Coach Waldrop a couple of years ago. You know, took him last year. Of course, Coach McGee comes in and starts off first time we ever started ten and zero, and and so that was a huge thing for us. And, and that momentum is just continuing to carry. Yes, sir. I told him in the off season. I said, you know, it's kind of hard to uh, expand upon ten. And oh, the only thing beats ten and O is eleven and O. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, or twelve and O. But anyway, he's done a great job. He, you know, he, uh, Coach Walter set a strong foundation, even going all the way back to the days of Bill Stewart, who was the first coach. Uh, it's been a strong foundation set, uh, and then to me, it's you know, all the, all three of those coaches are built in the in the way of you know standing for the right things. They're, they always uh, talk about character. They always talk about leadership. Things that really make people great citizens and uh i think that's the most uh 
constant thing that we've had. And, uh, and our players have responded and have continued to improve and program gets better and better. And uh, it's, just, uh, it's just a great thing to watch. Well, next week we've got homecoming. We're going to be back at uh, Madison City School Stadium as uh, James Clemens is going to host Florence and talking about the community support, just the different things that go on uh, around homecoming, parades and dances and all of that. It's just a huge week for James Clemens. Yes, sir. You know, after 10 years, uh, it's kind of great to, to have a homecoming. Uh, of course, the first year they asked us, well, we're going to have a homecoming. And, and I said, well, yes, we're going to have a homecoming. We're not going to have high school without a homecoming. And then they said, well, who's going to come home? And I said, well, I don't know. We're going to invite somebody. <laughs> but, uh, but after 10 years, you know, it's good to see our kids come back. And, uh, and we have, uh, you know, dinner uh, out on the patio behind the school, uh, homecoming court dinner Wednesday night. Thursday is the parade on County Line Road, which is a big tradition. I always say it's a great thing to see the entire County Line Road uh, covered in Carolina blue mm-hmm. and uh, makes a really – uh, fun afternoon, great for families, great for kids. Come out and watch it, and, and of course, a few candies are thrown and that type of thing. And then, obviously, the football game Friday night with the crowning of our king and queen and band performances and uh, those type things. And football game obviously is imported. And then Saturday night we have a dance and try to have a good time. And and uh, and over the years had a really you know just our kids are just a bunch of great kids and. Uh, and they do really well, no matter really what we're involved in. It's always, you know, it's just good to be around them. Well, I was in a store earlier today, and, and I was telling Coach Johnson, I went in and I had my county line culture hat on, and, and the girl at the counter kind of looked at me. She she didn't understand what that meant. She had me, what, what is, is that Madison County, Limestone County? Are you just representing that? And I said, no, no, ma'am, I'm representing James Clemens football. And she said, I like that. She said, yes, that's original. County line culture, and that's what James Clemens has established. Yes, sir. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, we really, you know, when you start from really scratch, you kind of have to build a culture, and, you know, and I think all of our programs and, and uh, groups have done that and, and tried to build a reputation and wanted the reputation to be really strong, and, and we continue to be, you know, we just this past week we had uh, 13 National Merit semifinalists named, and, you know, last year we had an 18, and, and, and so it's just it's, it's just a good place to be, and I think our teachers and our administrators do a great job in, in um, building the culture as well, you know, on really sound instructional practices, and, and our kids obviously thrive from that. Well, you know, Dr. Clayton, you're, you're doing a great job. Your leadership, it goes down from you. It starts with you and all the teachers, the administrators. you got your athletic director, Jason Watts, all the coaches. Every time I spend time with each and every one of them, I learn even more about James Clemens. And just everybody's just just excited to be a part of what, what you guys are doing over there. Yes, sir. We hope to keep it that way. You know, I, I always say it's 10 years, kind of everybody's like, well, you're still excited about it. Heck, yeah, I still get up every morning ready to – see what the day entails and and, you know it's always something new it's always something different going on as high school kids are you know it's always something new and uh they're always changing and morphing and i think you know it's a challenge for adults to stay with them you know i understand and uh, so we try to do our best there but yeah we uh, mr Walsh done a great job leading our athletic program and our other admin do a great job with the arts and, and academics and uh we're just very excited to uh, get up every day and, and come to work. And, and uh, you know, with the days of COVID hopefully moving away from us uh, 
and hopefully we can come back and continue to just have the great school year that we need to have. Well, I know just, just by you, I can tell you congratulations on, on the success that you guys have accomplished, but you're going to deflect that. and You're going to say it's not just you, it's your whole team that you've put together. But I am going to say on behalf of us and allowing us to be a part of this, congratulations and, and thank you for allowing us to be a part of it and thank you for coming up here tonight and, and spending time with us. Well, it's always good to stand around and talk about James Clemens now. and I'll, I'll do that as much as you want to do it. And, uh, but uh, we appreciate you all too because you know, we're very fortunate to have you all you know, putting us over the airways every Friday or Thursday night. And I know that we got a lot of people that maybe can't come out and the weather was a little threatening tonight. And we just really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Clayton. I appreciate you. And uh, that was Dr. Uh, Brian Clayton, the principal at James Clemens. We're a little over two minutes away from starting the second half. James Clemens on top 13 to 10 over the Huntsville Panthers. You're listening to James Clemens football on Play Action Sports. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being, and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville at 470 Providence, Maine, and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pipe. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk, Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. It's halftime. A little under three minutes left before uh, second half kickoff happens. James Clemens on top 13-10 to 10 on the home team, the Huntsville Panthers. And Coach Johnson, uh, just a couple of – we were able to get some momentum going in the second quarter. First quarter started off a little sluggish, not able to drive like we should have. Uh, some penalties kept us from, from getting some, some positive yards. But then Ballard comes in after a, a nice throw from Lopez – to Doty here getting us at the three-yard line, first and goal, and then Ballard goes in untouched, and then Lopez turns around uh, next drive and hits uh, uh, Eggert for a nice 25-yard touchdown pass that puts us at 13-10 to 10, uh, right now at halftime. No doubt. I think the offense took a little time to get going right there, and, uh, you know, the second quarter was much better. I think, you know, they've only scored twice. And one of them was that opening drive. They had a great drive. I'm talking about Huntsville. Right. Uh, the second time they scored was when we gave them the ball around at midfield. 
uh, and, and they ran a little. Our defensive end got up the field too far, and they got inside of us. But other than that, we've really played good football. And once we started to not go three and out and get the defense back over there over and over again on the field, um, you know, that second quarter was much better for us and hopefully looked for more of that in the second half. Well, we get the ball to start the second half. We won the uh, coin toss and deferred to the second half. So that's a good thing. We can uh, kind of capitalize on that positive momentum. Uh, we were able to hold Huntsville, you know, right there at the end of the first half defensively, and they just couldn't get anything going. And uh, just uh, really, really excited to see what, what Coach McGee and the offense has got dialed up to start the second half. Well, we're going to get the ball back like we talked about. And, um, you know, Ty and Jamal back there are both dangerous. It'll be interesting to see if they get one deep enough to us. You can see we've moved up a little bit more like the 10 instead of the 5, hoping to get one we can return. Yeah, their their kickoff specialist is not uh, kicking them deep. He's kicking them high, but they're taking a bounce at about the 10-yard line. So hopefully we can get uh, get some momentum here and get Doty or, or Myers to, to make a run. You know, and last time we, we had a kickoff, we did get one on the bounce, and Jamal about busted it down the sideline. Yes, so he can still be dangerous uh, even if they don't get it to us. Um, but, but you can see we've creeped forward just a little more every time. All right, we're still waiting for to start uh, the second half. You can listen to the post-game show tonight for the Mellow Mushroom Player of the Game. I mentioned that earlier. Our featured Jet's going to get a $25 gift card from Mellow Mushroom. Uh, last week it was Ty Marsh. The first time we got together was Mark Woods. And, uh, Coach, uh, it's just uh, we got a couple of different names just, just popping into my head right now, but we don't want to give that away. Well, I guess with uh, Coach Kimbrew not here, if we got a tie – Tim's going to have to step in and be the tiebreaker tonight, I guess. Go to our producer. (laughs) Go to our producer right there. So, um, so yeah. So, here we go. We're ready. The clock is reset. 12 minutes on there for the third quarter. Jets on top by three, 13 to 10. And uh, we're about ready to kick off second half action here at Lewis Cruz Stadium, the home of the Alabama A&M Bulldogs, playing host to the home team, Huntsville Panthers, and the visiting James Clemens Jets. Here we go. Here's the kick for the second half, and it is a line drive kick. Looks like Doty's going to catch that. Oh, is that Myers? That's Myers. Yeah, he's going to be met at the 27-yard line, could have pushed his way forward across the 30, down to about the 32 for good field position to start the second half. You know, they got away with one there. Anytime you get a low line drive kick all the way to those skill guys in the back, gives them a lot of time to set up and look for holes. That's right. Uh, And so they did a good job of corralling him because there was a crease there that he looked like he may get through. Uh, but they got him on the ground around the 31. So we're going to go stacks to the near side, trips to the far side, empty backfield. Lopez back there by himself, takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself. He's got plenty of room to run, takes a juke move, dives forward for an eight-yard pickup there. That was a designed run from the get-go. No doubt. Another look like we saw earlier where he full-arm faked the wide receiver screen earlier. That time it was just a look and go. Um, and look for that. If they go empty, he's going to be a running back as well. Yeah, they're empty, and he's looking to pass. He's got to run. He's going to move. He's going to use his wheels. He's just going to overthrow his receivers. It's going to be across the line of scrimmage, though, so that's where the penalty flag is going to come in. Yeah, he may have gone a little far right there across the line of scrimmage, although where the flag's thrown is odd. It's almost back with the offensive line, but they got him. 
Yeah, they got him, and which is really just not that, – that wasn't a good move on him. I know what he was trying to do, get some extra – get the big gain there, but he only had three yards to go for the first down, and, and he really didn't have anybody in front of him. He yeah, had just plenty of space. Run. You know, and he's been good in the past. I mean, going back to last year even of scrambling out, looking like he's going to run, then pulling up and hitting a receiver um, and throwing on the run. We talked about that earlier, how accurate he typically is on the run. Uh, but you're right, he could have just picked up the first down there. So with that penalty, second down and eight, Lopez drops back to pass, got to move, throws it up, it's tipped, falls incomplete, pass intended for Doty, and uh, just just uh, one of the defenders were able to come in there and knock that ball up. That was not Doty. Well, so you've we, got two guys down right now. Gio got up slow. Somebody rolled up on his legs as he went to throw. Um, that's Cooper. That Boy, is that another skill guy down? Yeah, I think it – is that Doty? No, that is Lopez right there that's down. No, Lopez is up. Oh, he is up. So is that Doty? No, that's one of our linemen. Oh, that's our linemen. Okay. So we've got a lineman down. Lopez limping off, off on his own power. So hopefully he's going to be okay. That's Naeem Mohammed, number 77. He's one that's, you know, been in the lineup, uh, in and out of the lineup so far. Uh, looks like I don't know if he got rolled up on and then rolled up on Geo because somebody definitely Geo threw that ball as he was going face yeah. first to the ground, um, and then both of them were slow to get up in that area. So you can go to tailgatetalk.net, enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week, and vote on the weekly poll. We'll announce the winner Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. The winner receives a gift card from Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from Gotcha Coverage, Screen Printing, and more. I don't know about you, Coach Johnson, but I don't have an Applebee's Tailgate Talk t-shirt. And I've told you don't? That, no, I do not. All you, the work you've done here. I know. And if you tell me you've got one, I'm going to be really upset. No, I just get to talk on Tailgate Talk from time to time. I don't get a t-shirt. <laughs> So 11-19 left to play in the third quarter. James Clemens still on top, 13-10 to in this opening drive of the second half. And Lopez does come back in, which is good. So we're going to have splits to the near side, two of them. We're going to have splits to the far side. He's going to have Ballard to his left. So Lopez, looking for the snap, looks over to the sidelines, steps up a little bit more in the pocket. Here's the snap. He drops back. Got to get rid of it quick. He's got his man beat. Oh, Pass intended looks like, is that Cooper or Doty? That is Doty. Doty. So Doty had his man beat by a step, but just really too much on that ball from Lopez. Well, and it was, you know, the offensive line did a pretty good job. They brought a blitz. We talked about that earlier. They're going to they're gonna blitz quite a bit, and they brought one right there. They gave him just enough time to get that throw off, but I think he was just a slight bit hurried. Uh, maybe could have put a little more air under that and, and been on time versus a little flatter and, and missed him by about a yard. So with that incomplete pass, fourth down, and about seven. So we are going to punt. You got Hensley standing back at his 30-yard line. The punt, oh, that's a nice punt there. Pushes Hensley back all the way to the 25-yard line. And I tell you, he was going down when he made that catch, and I thought that ball might pop out if he hit the turf. Yeah, if he'd, if he'd had one more step instead of falling as quickly as he did that, that – the kick was low and sinking, yeah. and he leaned forward to make that catch. And if that ball hits the ground first instead of his knees, it may come out um, because he didn't call for a fair catch. No, he did not. So with that, Huntsville is going to have it for their first possession of the second half, and the ball is going to be spotted at their own 24-yard line. First and 10 for Huntsville. James Clemens lines up. Looks like they're in a man-to-man defense. McClung's going to roll to his right, tries to throw it off his back foot. He hits Hensley. Hensley with a big reception there, down to about the 44-yard line, first and 10, Huntsville. 
play we talked about earlier, we talked about him wanting to roll to his right and hit that slot receiver coming, dragging across the middle of the field in Hensley, and that's a play they go to quite often, and it worked right there. So with that reception, like I said, first down, ball at the Huntsville 43-yard line. McClung in the backfield. He's got Long back there with him. Two, three splits to the far side. They're going to hand it to Long. Long's going to find a hole right there up the middle. Crosses the 50, still on his feet. Drug down about the 39-yard line as he is in James Clemens' territory with a big run. Man, it looked like we had somebody on him right there. You talked earlier about the circle button with Gio. He yeah. hit it right there. He did. And a little spin move, got the guy off of his hip and gained about five to seven more yards. So Huntsville in a hurry-up offense. They're looking to pass, swing pass out to the running back. That is not long. That is number three, uh, Jabbar. And Jabbar goes out of bounds short of the first down for about a seven-yard gain on that swing pass. little taste of our own medicine there with the fast, you know, NASCAR-type offense uh, where they swung that out to them after the big first down, get a quick play, catch us kind of out of position, and gave him some room to run on the wide side of the field. So second down and three for Huntsville. At the 33-yard line of James Clemens, put a man in motion, but a penalty flag on the play. So it's probably going to be a false start on Huntsville. And Looked that is like exactly it. Maybe the left tackle flinched over there as they were going into motion. So 10:26 in the third quarter, just a few minutes, actually just a two and a half minutes into the third quarter, and we've got another penalty on the field. So uh, it's kind of picking up where we left off in the first half. I told you I didn't want to talk about that. Anymore. I know, I know. Well, at least that one is <laughs> no, against us. No, I mean, honestly, us, I mean, so. it, the game here has, has slowed down because of the number of penalties. There's been some stoppages by the referees. Uh, it has kind of drug and felt real ugly so far. So Long's going to take the handoff. He's going to stop in his tracks. They're going to say he got a yard, but I tell you, he didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, and I'm trying to see who that was right there. It almost looked like number four Camden Wells in there. Um, and that's a name we called on special teams earlier, but he did a great job of shooting in the backfield off the end and getting a hold of the running back. So Long was trying to make a bounce to the outside and just had nowhere to go and drug down for a one-yard pickup. So third and nine for Huntsville. Huge stop would be great right here, stopping them. Well, and forcing them into a passing situation is good for us, I feel like, because we've struggled against the run. Usually against the pass, we've played pretty strong. Um He's Boy, looking to throw it to Hensley. He does. And did he bring it down? He did. It'd be interesting. There's a flag on the play over here. I tell you, Hensley had his had his man beat, and McClung just hung that one up there, and Hensley was able to just jump up and make the catch. We're pointing at it to be a Huntsville penalty, and everybody on our side, the good guys, are clapping, so I like it. Well, Hezron did it really, really was not that bad of coverage. He did get a step on Hez, but Hez closed the gap and made it a really tough catch. Uh, it was a great catch by Hensley right there, but they, he must have uh, started early on the route there because they got a false start, look like out here on this wide receiver. So with that penalty, that's going to replay third down. Wait a minute. Now Huntsville's moving down. And the pass is completed for a 36-yard game. I, I, Did they wave the flag off? I don't know. There's four officials standing in the middle of the field talking about it. Huntsville went ahead and went down to the line of scrimmage from where Hensley made the catch. So Hensley catches the ball down around the three-yard line. There's flag thrown. They meet, say it's false start, bring us all back. And then next thing you know, all the teams are running back to the three-yard line, and there's a big meeting around midfield. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand that. 
just uh, that, that's the one thing. I know, I know the officials do got to do their job, and we want to go. But it's really hard when the, the players, you know, do their, you know, make the mistakes that they do. It's hard to get, yeah, they're waving off the penalty. It's hard for offenses to get into a rhythm when they make these kinds of mistakes. It's going to be interesting. You know, we won't get an explanation up here, but no. it'll be interesting post-game to find out what the situation is there. Uh, coaches on our sideline do not look happy. Not what whatsoever. None whatsoever. So they waved the flag. So after that catch, that's going to be first and goal, Huntsville, from the James Clemens three-yard line. As a good pass and catch from McClung to Hensley. And uh, now Huntsville knocking on the door, trying to take the lead with 9.23 left to play in this uh, third quarter. Handoff to Long up the middle. He's going to go nowhere. It's going to bring up second down and goal. And the uh, defensive line just said, no, sir, we're not going to make you yeah, we let did you a, do that. We did a great job there of just plugging every hole up the middle. Um, you know, we've been vulnerable there throughout the season so far. Um, but every week we seem to get a little better and better up the middle, uh, and it showed right there. So Long behind McClung. Actually, they've gone into an I formation and a little extra running back back there, and he does get into the end zone. So Long, following that fullback blocker in the I formation, gets into the end zone for a touchdown with 8.50 left to play in the third quarter. Huntsville taking the lead early in the third quarter. Well, and flag or no flag, they made a heck of a play on that reception because, uh, again, like we said, Hezron had very good coverage. It was a contested catch. Uh, he had to jump, and, and, and he has – neither one of them are very tall guys, but he does right. have a little bit of advantage over Hezron. Um, but, so he made a great play, and, and when you get inside the three, it's tough to hold people out of the end zone. So the point after is good. 8.50 left to play in the third quarter. Panthers take a four-point lead. They're up 17-13 to 13 over James Clemens. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119, look for them on Facebook, or online at ExtremePressureWashing21.net. Spell it X-T-R-E-M-E. Extreme Pressure Washing. You're listening to James Clemens Football right here on Plate Action Sports. 8.50 left to play in the third quarter. Huntsville drives down. By almost 70 yards, uh, punches it into the end zone, uh, take the lead 17-13 to 13 over James Clemens as we've got Doty and uh, Mayers back there to receive the kickoff. They're standing at about their eight-yard line, but uh, hopefully we can get a good run here off of this kickoff. It'll be nice to come back and answer. This is kind of the way the first part of the game started. Here we go, another flag. Goodness. I guess uh, Huntsville ran across there before we kicked it. So so back them up and let's re-kick. So that's good for us because that gives that'll definitely give us good field position. Well, and what I was getting at is, you know, the start of our game started a little ugly, right? Yeah. Offensively, we didn't move the ball much. And defensively, uh, they drove down that first drive. That really was just one play. Right. Um, outside of that one play, we played pretty good defensively. Unfortunately, that one play got them to the three-yard line. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can come back here and answer and play offensively like we did in the second quarter. So with the penalty, that's going to move them back. They're going to be kicking from the 35-yard line. So now Mayers and Doty are standing at the 20-yard line. And we'll see what they do here. 
Sounds like a little wind picking up outside. It does. The storms aren't supposed to roll in until the early morning, so hopefully uh, we don't have anything on the way. I checked the radar. There was a little bit of a band coming, but not the heavy stuff yet. So the kick is high. End over end kick. Probably the best kick. Oh, a little confusion there, but Doty gets the kickoff. He bounces it to the outside. It's going to be brought down past the 30-yard line. Oh, they're going to say he's out short of the 30. I thought he's forward, but now they're going to move the ball. So they're going to say he went out at the 31-yard line with his momentum. So first and 10, James Clemens from their own 31. Dangerous right there. Those two guys come together and try to both catch the ball. And, and that's something when you lose one of your kick returners and have a new guy back there, that communication factor is something that they'll have to work on with Jamal back there because uh, they both ran into each other to make that catch. Lucky it didn't come out as, as a muffed kick, and, and now it's a scramble for the ball. I mean, I, we, Doty was able to get that over – over Mayers, but, uh, yeah, you're right. It could have could have been ugly. Lopez takes a snap. He's going to call his own number, run it up the middle for about a three-yard pickup. So second and seven for James Clemens. You know, it's interesting because, you know, Gabe has been beat up. Um, you know, we mentioned they moved uh, a different running back over there that had been playing defense earlier to spell him. But how much do they use Geo as just a running back at quarterback? Yeah, I, I, I mean, you you know that he's got the wheels, he's got the toughness, he's got the size. But, uh, yeah, I mean, at what point you're going to have to get some fresh running backs in there and, and we're a little banged up. Well, and Gio's been banged up. He's coming yeah. off shoulder surgery in the offseason. You know, he's he was sick last week. Um, so uh, I'm sure, you know, he may not quite be 100%, but you don't have a whole lot of options. So you're going to have to run him some. You're going to have to run Gabe some. Uh, and then those quick passes – you know, short, quick passes work kind of like a run game sometimes. So injured Huntsville Panther on the field. He gets up and runs under his own power. That gives us some time to check our North Alabama Gas District scoreboard serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Call 811 before you dig. Over in Athens, Muscle Shoals takes a one-point lead heading into the fourth quarter up 21-20. to It's a close game over there in Athens. Ardmore, 17. Lawrence County, 6 in the fourth. Brewer, 21. East Limestone, 7 in the fourth. Sparkman, 24. Albertville, nothing. That's in the second quarter. And uh, Lauderdale County, 40. Elkmont, 0 at halftime. Lopez takes the snap, calls his own number again. He's going to be chopped down after about a three-yard pickup down to about the James Clemens 37-yard line. So it'll be third down and short on that one. Well, there, there we go again. He's, he's using him as a running back, kind of like we saw Bob Jones do to us last week. Right. And so um, puts us in a third and short situation. Now we have options. Do you run him again? Gabe's back in the ball game uh, in the backfield now instead of an empty backfield, uh, or do we go to one of those short passes? So you got two splits to the far side, nobody on us. You've got Lopez rolling to his left. Pump fakes, throws it. I, I tell you, you've got the receiver down here. I uh, saw Doty and the, the defensive back right in front of the official. He's holding Doty, but uh, the pass was really way away from them. Well, you know, inside five yards, they can do some of that. Yeah. And, and so he wasn't very far off the, the line there, uh, and I'm not sure, you know, who he was lofting that ball to. There yeah. was a receiver trying to get there, but he was double covered. Uh, just didn't look like a – I'm not going to say well-designed play. It was not run well. Right, right. So that brings up fourth down and about three for James Clemens. There's the punt, there's the high snap. Punter gets it away, and it's off the side of his foot. But it's going to take a James Clemens roll and go out of bounds at about the 29-yard line of Huntsville. So first and 10 from their own 29. 
And you know, that's something with him being new to punting. We've seen quite a bit. The drop on his punt is is different every time. Yeah. And so one time he'll get his foot to it and hit it and it looks nice and pretty. That time it was a little tighter to his body and almost hits off his ankle or shin. Yeah. Um, and so just some inconsistency there from a guy that has not punted a whole lot. He's, again, soccer, kicks field goals is very similar to kicking a soccer ball. Punting is a whole different animal. Absolutely. They are specialty players. There is no doubt. So McClung comes out to lead this offense again. He's got Long behind him. He's in the pistol formation. Two splits to the far side. Puts one man on the line up there. Yep, now got a man in motion going from left to uh, right to left. Handed off to Long. Long trying to bounce it to the outside. That has not been the way to go on that left side of the offensive line for Huntsville because we've been able to shut it down over there. No doubt. And if you watched on film this week, one of the places – Again, and I'm no football expert, but one of the places I noticed they were weak was kind of that left side of the line. The right side was much stronger. Um, most of the stuff they ran to the left was kind of cutback type stuff where there was a hole. Um, and, and big uh, Nate Jennings ran down the line there, and I couldn't tell if that was Samad coming around the end, but they sandwiched that running back before he got any, any yardage. So he's going to fake the handoff. He's going to be tipped at the line of scrimmage there. McClung's pass falls incomplete. Nice tip there by uh, James Clemens. Who is that? That's Camden Wells, again, number four. We've called his name a couple times lately. Guy that's getting some more time on the defense. Been more of a special teams guy, but, man, he's he's making his name known tonight. Did a great job getting his hands up, deflecting that pass. So third down for Huntsville, third and ten, and uh, they're still on their side of the field, so I like it. So you know this is a passing down. He's going to roll to his right like he has done all night. Got the tight end. Throws it to the tight end. Got Gets him. Picks up the first down. About a 17-yard reception there by number 44 for Huntsville. That is Alexander Moore. And I tell you, he just did a drag route right across the middle. You know, he's a guy that Coach McGee mentioned to me earlier today when I was talking to him for a minute that 44 has been out and back now. He may have been injured or whatever that he – was a fa- could be a factor and instead of running that slot receiver on the drag right there they ran the tight end and he was he found that soft spot in the in the zone so long takes it right up the middle and he does find a crease to pick up eight yards on the carry so long found that hole but he did what, what you mentioned earlier he ran it on the right side and and you know you're going to have your stronger guys that that are going to you know where your tendencies are and we've seen the that uh, McClung likes to roll to the right, so obviously you want to have your strong guys on that side. Well, and also they, they handle their offensive line a little different. As I watch film this week, they shuffle those guys around in game. Mm. Um, so Long takes the snap up the middle. Looks like he picks up the first down just by about a half a yard, but he does get it, so it's going to be first and 10 Huntsville from the James Clemens 41. You know, I noticed that 65 Brennan Wilcutt would be the center, started yeah. at center. And then he'd be out of the game. 77 would be in. And then all of a sudden he'd show back up and he'd be at right guard. And then he'd be at left guard. And they just kept shuffling guys around all game during Grissom. So I don't know what the purpose of that is uh, or if they're just trying to find a good combination. False start right there by by that that tight end, end. 44. Yep. So – False start right there by 44. That is, again, we mentioned his name a while ago, Alexander Moore, but he did. He raised up out of his snap. So that's going to push Huntsville back a little bit uh, in uh, first and long. Looks like we're going to a heat timeout. So 5.51 left to play in the third quarter. Huntsville Panthers with a lead, 17. James Clemens, 13. You're listening to James Clemens Jets football on Play Action Sports. 
Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Welcome back to James Clemens Football, Play Action Sports. And uh, 551, coming out of the heat timeout, Huntsville on top, 17-13. to 13, And uh, just got a score update over in Athens. Uh, Muscle Shoals with an eight-point lead in the fourth quarter, 28-20, to 20, over there in Limestone County in Athens City. So uh, Muscle Shoals... Uh, solid 6A program. That's a big, big game for Athens that they're playing that tight with them. And if they could pull off a win, that'd be a huge win for them the way their season's going so far. So McClung hands it off to Long. Long picks up maybe a yard to get to the uh, line of scrimmage, original line of scrimmage. And uh, it's going to be uh, second down and about 10. I couldn't tell if that was Freeman or Jalen Ruffin shot the gap right there and made a great play to get him down quickly. Actually, they've, they gave him no gain, so second and 12 on the play. That's uh, Freeman, number 40. Getting in there. So two splits to the far side, one to the near side. McClung takes the snap. He's looking to his left, throws it over to the middle. He's going to overthrow his receiver intended for number four. We've called it all night. Huck Hensley, the intended receiver, and just kind of overthrows him on that one. Well, he got Mark Wood on him now instead of Hezeron, and, and so the height advantage is not there. We've got it because yeah. Mark, is, like we said, long and rangy, I think was what we used last week. Yep. And uh, so he had to try to throw a bullet and hit him on the run versus going over the top and just missed him right there. So third and 12. Ball at the James Clemens 43-yard line. McClung got long behind him. Trips to the far side. Looks over to the sidelines. See if we've got to do any adjustments. We're going into a zone coverage. You can tell right now the way these guys are, are backing up. We're expecting a long pass here. So McClung looking to throw. Looks to his left. Gets rid of it. Over to the sidelines. We just lost oh, all we gave Gave that uh, number three Jabbar all the room that he needed. Man, I don't, you know, we backed off of him because it was a long, you know, <laughs> had a long way to go for them on third down, and you don't want to give him the first. And I guess we were just playing the sticks right there because he did fall down short of the first down. Yeah. Uh, but we had nobody near him. If yeah. he's if that throw is better, it's a first down because he gets the two yards he needs because he catches it just two yards short. So they're going to go with a big package again. Go to I formation. Everybody's in tight. Fourth down and two. Long is your tailback. You got a fullback in front of him. So they're going to hand it to Long up the middle. Long's probably going to get the first down. Yeah, he does. He keeps moving those legs and picks up the first down. And so first and ten, Huntsville. And I guess that's the issue with the way that last one was played. And it almost looked like there was a little bit of miscommunication with Jamal and those guys on that side because they did play so deep. And nobody took that guy that was in the shallow there. Um, and then he immediately looked at the sideline to talk to the coaches. So there had to be a miscommunication to give him a chance to go on that fourth down. So first and ten, ball at the James Clemens 30-yard line, 4.06 and counting in the third quarter. Huntsville trying to increase their lead. We need James Clemens to get a stop here. McClung looking to throw, looking for his man, Jabbar, into the end zone. Jabbar goes up just out of his reach and a penalty flag on the play. Only thing I can think of, because we were running step with step, 
and the, and the ball was up high. It almost was not catchable. But unless we had a, a, a hand of jersey on the backside right there, it was the only thing I could think of because it was thrown right there where we were running step by step. Yeah, Javar didn't look like he slowed up at all, so it didn't look like anybody had his jersey like you mentioned. But uh, they are going to go ahead and call a pass interference against James Clemens and get uh, Huntsville at the 15-yard line. And, and you know, it, it may have affected him going up to get that ball because the throw was up. And if we've got a, a handful of jersey and he tries to go up, it makes it obvious because that jersey pulls. Yeah. So McClung's got long behind him. McClung in the pistol. Going to fake the handoff. Going to roll to the near side. Looking to throw it to Hensley in the end zone. He makes the catch. Touchdown, Huntsville. Same play. Bootleg to the right. Hensley from the slot. Across the middle on the drag. That time he got a couple steps on Brody Stinson right there. Uh, and, and McClung threw it on time. So Hensley with his first touchdown of the night. Long's got two for the Panthers. And... Uh, that's going to increase that lead with 3.47 left to play in this third quarter. Let's see if we can't get him to miss this extra point. Miss it. Nope, and it yep. does. It's a bobbled snap, and he tries to throw it. McClung was the uh, holder, and it was a bad snap. He was able to, to pick it up and try to roll out, but uh, the, the uh, try for two uh, accidentally falls incomplete. So Huntsville increases their lead with 3.47 left to play in the third quarter. 23 Huntsville, 13 Jets. You're listening to James Clemens Football and Play Action Sports. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Welcome back to James Clemens Football and Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Coach Johnny Johnson, Tim Lambert, the producer. 347 left to play in the third quarter as the Panthers have just increased their lead after a 15-yard pass from, a, from McClung to Hensley. And uh, they are up 23-13, to 13, up by 10. Back deep to receive, Mayers and Doty. And looks like it's going to be Mayers on that side. And he's going to try to cut it in. Bounce to the outside. Crosses the 30. Still on his feet. No whistles yet as he gets to about the 40-yard line. And uh, nice field position there for James Clemens. Got a good push late. And, uh, you know, with his speed, the good thing about Jamal is he's not going left and right. He's no. going north and south as, as this field lays, right? Yep. And so he was going north right there in a hurry and, and got some good yardage. Gave us good field position right here. Uh, you know, with that mixed, missed extra point is huge for us uh, because now when we do score, we don't have to think about two-point conversions That's anymore. Right. Um, so that was a big play for us on the back end of their score. So trips to the near side. Lopez going to do a pitch out to to uh, to Ballard. I lost my train of thought there for a second. Ballard gets out of bounds after about a six-yard pickup. You know, that's an interesting look we have not seen this year. Um, you know, that was a little option play, but it was almost a shovel pass forward. Yeah. And I don't know if it's designed that way, but if he drops that ball, it's an incomplete pass. Uh, but nice-looking play for some yardage right there. So Ballard lines to the lines up to the left of Lopez. Lopez drops back to pass. Quick pass out to Ballard. Ballard, just off of his fingertips, brings it in, but lost, loses yardage, oh, no. and now he is holding his knee. Man. He's getting up, but slowly. Now he goes back, back down. down. So well, We talked about the inefficiency of the offense tonight. Um, 
you know, but let's remind people, Kamari's out, yeah. our, our number one wide receiver. You've got Jaden Dolliver-Williams, who's one of our starting receivers, and DJ Williams, who's one of our running backs, all gone tonight. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're, we've got guys that are playing that don't play this much usually. Um, we're down running backs badly. And now Gabe is once again <laughs> limping off the field. Yeah, but he's getting up under his own power. So that, that's, that's a good sign right there that he's able to, to do that. So with that reception, that still brings up uh, – we're still at third, second down, third down. It yeah, didn't gain anything right there. Lost Nothing might have lost a yardage. I think it looked like he kind of got tackled on the knee. Not necessarily a twist, but just a bang on the ground yeah. and maybe just – bruised that knee or, or startled him more than anything because he's jogging over there now a little bit. So we're going with our fourth string running back and uh, trips to the far side, one to the near. Who is that in there, Coach? Drops back Lopez. Lopez looking for Doty. Doty in a hand there, battle. Where's the flag? And there is no flag. He was holding him. Keeping him from With extending. That's, okay, so pass falls incomplete, brings up fourth, fourth down. You're asking about the running back. I don't even. I have know. no answer. Yeah, I, I wasn't even sure who that was in there. Is it 36? Is it Cameron yep, Barry? Cameron Barry. Yeah, it was Cameron, was Cameron Barry, Barry back in there. So Cameron Barry getting back in there in the running back position. So Cameron Barry is a sophomore. He's on. He plays defense, but tonight. He's been on the field more for offense a little bit, backing up Ballard. So back to punt. It's a high punt, but again, off the side of his foot, it's going to take a Huntsville bounce, and now back at James Clemens' bounce. That's great right there. Rolls back down to about the 26-yard line, so it looked like it was going to bounce forward, but, you know, that, that ball is not round, people, and it's going to no. bounce any which way it wants. Well, and, and again, we talked about that the drop was really close to his body and felt like he got a little ankle there yeah. again, and, and so we get that side spin instead of a spiral, and so you don't know which way that thing's going to hit. So we've got uh, 3.05 left to play in the third quarter. Huntsville with their 10-point lead, 23-13, to 13, and uh, James Clemens – has them deep in their own territory at the 26-yard line. I say deep. I mean, it's not bad field position, but they've had better. Well, and I don't know how many plays the defense has been on the field, but it's been a lot. It or at least feels lot. like a lot. Yep. Uh, and that becomes a factor if we're not careful. So McClung rolls to, his, rolls to his right, throws to his left, and catches his receiver. Out of bounds. That's uh, on a wheel route. Is that long? It was. But he made the catch out of bounds. Well, and we lost him in that play. We did. I mean, he came out of the backfield on the fake handout. We, he, they start to roll to the right, and then he's got the wheel going back to the left. And, boy, he was open, and he just threw it too far towards the sideline uh, because he was wide he open. He was wide open. So, second and ten after that pass really calls falls incomplete, even though Long caught it, caught it out of bounds. And so, second and ten, Long behind McClung, trips to the near side. He's going to hand it off to Long. Long's going to go up the middle. Pick up about four yards on the carry. He's going to bring up third and six for Huntsville. Well, we ran a guy in there late. We were shorthanded, and guess who it was? Cameron Berry. (laughs) (laughs) Probably winded from the last time. Yeah, so he's getting a look from all angles tonight. You don't see much two-way guys in 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 7A football, yeah. No, no. you get down to about your 2A, your 3A, you know, 1A. You You get a bunch of them, right? You get a bunch of them. So McClung's going to roll to his roll to his right, looking to hit Jabbar. He's going to throw Much for Hensley. Coverage. Yeah, and they were able to. That's Mark Woods just getting there on Hensley. 
He had the, the you know, he's got the speed that maybe Brody didn't on that play earlier. It's the same type play. Um, and even though there was a step there, it looked like to begin, he closed and then that long arm got in there and broke it up. So it pass falls incomplete, brings up fourth down and six for the Panthers as they are at their own 30-yard line. They're going to be punting from about the 16-yard line. And we've got uh, Mayers back there to receive the punt at his own 35. Big stop right there. We need to keep this defense off the on the oh, sideline. Oh, goodness. Right there. That was a high snap and a shank. What are we and doing? Mark Woods is going to field it right there at the 38-yard line. It's kind of. I think he turned around and it bounced almost right up into his hands. It's I don't like think he, he was ready for it. He didn't know what to do, so he just grabbed the ball, right? <laughs> he grabbed the ball, and maybe it stopped it from taking a Huntsville bounce. And it may have, but it's just always dangerous when you're in traffic like that and not expecting it. He just turned around, and you're right. There was a bounce right there when he came off the block. So you can always go online to the PASnetwork.net and enter your name for timeout with Tzatziki's and listen during the first timeout of each James Clemens game as we announce the winner of the chicken dinner for four from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe off of Highway 72 in Madison. We already had our winner tonight, and you could be the winner next week if you'll just sign up. Lopez's pass is out to Doty. Doty makes a good move right there at the middle. He picks up seven yards on that little swing pass, and Doty with that great first step. Man, and those plays always impress me because he catches it in such traffic. But it's built that way. Those guys are all coming out this way to push those defenders towards the sideline where he can cut back up in the middle and have room. And he picks up a good game of about nine there. So stacked receivers. Lopez takes the snap, tries to make a juke move. His big body pushes forward for the first down. I don't know if that was the intended call. I think it was a design run, but he slipped coming out of there. You know, we've got a little sprinkle coming down now. The rain, you see a few umbrellas out. Um, And so I don't know when he planted, he kind of slipped on his takeoff and was delayed getting through the hole. Lopez takes the snap, throws it out to the swing pass. It's uh, caught by Cameron Cameron Berry. Berry. So Cameron Berry with a great reception there to pick up some positive yards of about seven. Well, not not bad for a guy that got moved to offense this week. (laughs) Yeah, we learned that at halftime. Uh, Dr. Brian Clayton, the principal, told us uh, he got moved over this week as as a backup. So Lopez looking for some room and picks up the first down, still on his feet, stops. At the 25 or 35 yard line, falls forward to about the 33. So another James Clemens first down. Well, they must have seen something either during halftime or here since we've gotten into the second half that showed that that quarterback draw would be effective because that we've run it a lot more this half. So stacks to the near side. Lopez throws off to the. Oh, is that uh, Eggert right over there? Eggert, little back shoulder right there. That was a nice throw on the back shoulder. Great effort by him to get his feet stopped, even with a little bit of a slip, held on to that catch for a first down. So a huge catch there by Eggert. We're still moving as uh, Lopez takes the snap, keeps it himself, puts a juke move, falls forward for four yards. So second and six, we got some momentum going, Coach. Well, good thing. It looks like Ballard's coming back in right here uh, in the backfield. So now we've got a timeout on the field. Looks like it's going to be Huntsville Panthers takes their first time out of the second half. And I guess, uh, you know, Coach, uh, Coach Fleetwood, he could tell that his guys are getting a little windy. No doubt. And I, I was almost positive that their defensive end did not get back on sides, even on that last play when they went fast right there. He was lined up in the neutral zone, it looked like, from here, but didn't get that call. But that's what happens when you go fast. Those guys are starting to get winded. We're getting momentum, and then all of a sudden they're either off sides, they don't get back, they're not in position, or they just got to call timeout because they're just confused. And that's what Coach Fleetwood did. He wanted to go ahead and call timeout. So you can tune in for Play Action Sports Update three times each weekday for school, youth, and amateur sports news from the Limestone County area and James Clemens area. And you can listen to it on uh, 1080 AM WKAC. 
It is the county line culture. That's what I'm talking about. County line culture. I love it, man. I love some county line culture. I love it. So James Clemens on the move, second down and seven. After that, they are at the Huntsville 18-yard line with 54 seconds left to play in this third quarter with the Panthers in a 10-point lead. Got that stacked look out here on the side again. Huntsville running a guy out really fast. I don't know how you come out of a timeout and then have one man short. Lopez with a quick pass out to number 81. 81 trying to make something happen. He does a little spin, but uh, then really no no gain there uh, by uh, Little. Little for James Clemens. Well, we've seen that stack look a few times tonight, and it's worked early in the game. Remember, that was one of the things we went to and got moving fast. Um, but right there, they just they did a good job of getting to the ball after the catch. Little try, stayed on his feet a lot longer than he probably should have. Looked like Huntsville came off sides there. The question is, were they drawn? Nope. Encroachment. Encroachment on the defense, so that's going to be great. Third down and two. By uh, for James Clemens, and that's what we needed after that uh, really no gain on the previous play. Well, we've got exactly what we needed. We've gotten a little bit of a drive here and got some momentum back going into this fourth quarter or into the third quarter. Lopez finds a, finds a crease, still on his feet, gets into the end zone, touchdown, James Clemens. Lopez just found that hole and just kind of sneaked his way through there for a huge touchdown run. Well, he's not your typical quarterback. Right, I mean, size-wise, I mean, I think he's listed at 215. I think that's a lie. Um, you know, he, he is a big, thick man that moves pretty well. And so he got ahead of steam there where nobody touched him coming through the, the line of scrimmage. And those poor safeties had to try to step up about the three and stop him, and that's not going to happen. Nah. So Lopez gets in there on a 12-yard touchdown run to, to uh, cut this lead by Huntsville just a little bit. So we're lining up for the extra point. Kick is up. Does it go through? It does, barely, but it does get in there. So your score right now with 15.3 left to play in the third quarter, James Clemens is, uh, was it, 20? Yeah, to 23. Man, I tell you, <laughs> math's hard. So <laughs> let me go back. <laughs> missed to, extra points. Uh, it's all crazy tonight. So uh, Huntsville Panthers still on top, 23 to 20. We'll take a break. You're listening to James Clemens Football and Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate welcome back to james clemens football and play action sports is uh james clemens right there with 15.3 seconds left lopez takes the ball and runs it in for 15 or 12 yards out to cut uh, huntsville's lead by three so huntsville still on top 23 to 20 but uh going into this fourth quarter coach i, I really like our momentum no doubt. That was big to get within three right there going in this fourth quarter. Uh, you know, it would be nice to get a stop right here. Uh, I think I feel it's like I say that after every time we <laughs> score. It's always good to get a stop, right? Um, but just to keep that momentum going. It doesn't seem like we've been able to keep momentum most of the year. We get a little, then we give it back. We get a little, we give it back. It would be nice to keep it for a little while. So Amari Jabbar – Catches the ball on the kickoff at about the 10-yard line. Crosses the 20 down to about the 23-yard line. And so it's going to be first and 10, Huntsville, from their own 23. And uh, 
you know, just you, you got to know that they're going to try to run some clock. They're going to use long. McClung, if they get into passing situations, obviously they know they can. They've tried the long ball. They've been successful a couple of times. But for the most part, I really think our defense has done well. No doubt. And, and I think that you're going to see him go to that rollout, especially if they get to the left hash or middle of the field. They're going to go to that rollout and try to hit that receiver across the middle. So they hand it off to Long up the middle, but he only gets two yards on the carry as uh, the defensive line just really held their ground. We've done a much better job of that over the last, I guess, this game and a half last week. It's shutting down that run. So that's going to do it for the third quarter. Huntsville Panthers on top, 23-20 to on your James Clemens Jets. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football. Play Action Sports. This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible textbook series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports as we get ready for some fourth quarter action. Uh, James Clemens able to score right before the end of the third quarter. Gio Lopez with a 12-yard run with about 15 seconds left to play in the third quarter as we get ready to start fourth quarter action. Huntsville's got the ball from their own 23-yard line. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do here. Like you said, they want to run the clock, but we're going to put them in a position here, you know, second and long. Um, you know, if we get another sh- – if they try to run again and get another stop, they're going to have to throw the ball. I mean, this game's long from over. So McClung's going to hand it off to Long. Long's going to find a hole mm. right up the middle, but he's going to be met by Mark Woods. Short of the first down, are they going to – now they're going to say he got right to the first down marker. Now this side, I like this side, Judge, right over here closest to us. He has him short by about a yard. The other one on the far side, uh, he had him the well, first down. Brody Stinson, that was actually Brody Stinson that made the tackle. He came up and, and hit him hard. And, you know, if he lays back any further – He's going to have the first down easy. Yeah. But Brody came up like a shot out of a cannon right there and hit him. So Brody Stinson listed at 5'9", but from up here, I tell you, he looks a lot taller. Uh, you know, he's probably 5'9", five, 5'10", five, you know, but he he's a kid that's put on quite a bit of weight the last year, got in the weight room. Oh, ball loose. Ball's on the ground. That was a quarterback sneak up the middle by McClung, but the ball popped out. Looks like Huntsville recovered their own fumble. Uh, for the first do, down. Yeah, and they do get the first down. So, first and ten, Huntsville. You know, Brody's a guy that was thrown to the fire last year as a sophomore at safety. Um, you know, when some guys went down and had to move some people around and really got better as the year went on, uh, has really gotten stronger in the weight room and just a really good worker. Kid loves to work, um, smart young man, and has really played good safety. So, Long's going to take the handoff to the, to the left side, fall forward for about four yards to three yards on the pickup, down to about their own 39-yard line, and uh, they're doing exactly what I predicted they would do. They are running the ball. 
Well, and it's funny because they have run to the left here a few times, but I think what they're they're doing a little bit is running away from Nate Jennings. Yeah. Um, and forcing him to try to run them down from behind because he is the one guy on that defensive line uh, that can be really, really dangerous. So you've got third down and seven for Huntsville. Going to hand it off to another running back. That's number 17. That's Lawrence Taylor. Not to be confused with the other Lawrence Taylor because he's a little bit smaller, but he is quick. Well, this is Lawrence Taylor, not LT. That's right. Big difference. <laughs> Big difference. So third down after that about three-yard pickup there, third and four for Huntsville. This is going to be a huge stop if we can stop them in their own territory. No doubt, because you're going to set up a punt where it's going to be returnable. They're not going to kick it out of – I guess they could kick it out of bounds. They're not going to kick in the end zone from there, uh, you know, get a return from one of our skill guys. So Taylor's going to take it up the middle, but he's just – that's just not a good play for them to run right there with, with his size. I know he's got the speed, but if their offensive line is not opening holes like that, and our defensive line has been able to stuff that gap up the middle a lot, and so Lawrence Taylor stopped – really after about a yard game. Well, and I'm going to tell you what, Nate Jennings was in there, but but Freeman again. You know, Rashad Freeman, we talked about him last week filling in for, for Durham. Um, and from the second half of Bob Jones and through tonight, boy, he has been involved in the middle. And that's a young guy that's getting a chance to play and taking advantage of the situation. They may not have a hard time getting him off the field when everybody gets healthy. I agree. So Mayer's back to receive the punt. He catches it about to 25. He's got some room, got some momentum, crosses the 40. Steps closer to the out-of-bounds, gets to the 50-yard line. They're going to say he stepped out-of-bounds short of the 50 at about the 47-yard line, so he had some room, and he took advantage. Well, just what we talked about, we pinned them there where they had to punt it to one of our guys. They couldn't get it out of the end zone. They kicked it to the middle low-line drive, and, boy, he caught it on a dead sprint. He had to come up to catch that ball, and he never broke stride going up the right sideline right there um, and ran by two or three guys who had bad angles yeah. uh, because he was moving so fast. So they're spotting the ball at the 46-yard line. Lopez drops back to pass, got his man. Oh, that was, a, that was another hold. It's picked oh. off. No, it falls out of the defender's hands. But I tell you, I, I'm just seeing the pass intended for Doty, by the way. But uh, he had his hand on Doty. Well, I don't, I don't know that he – I think what happened there is he ran the route better than Doty did. And so Doty was behind him, and he slowed up, and Doty kind of pushed against him. He actually was running the route for Doty. I don't know that there was actually interference there more than he just beat Doty to the spot. There was definitely contact, contact. but I don't, I don't think that – I think it was really Doty trying to grab him. Well, look at that pass caught by number 12, Eggert. Eggert using that size advantage for a great catch into uh, Huntsville territory as he's down to about the 40-yard line as he goes out of bounds. Nice pitch and catch. Another back shoulder, a little bit of a back shoulder and up high with that 6-6 frame. You can do that. Let him just go up and get it like a rebound. Lopez hands it off to Ballard. Ballard's got a hole, but it closed quickly. Picks up three yards on the play. It'll be interesting to see. With Eggert in there, and the more he plays, is there going to be a comfort factor uh, for Gio uh, throwing the ball to him because it's such a different throw for him? We've seen him miss high to some of our smaller receivers uh, during the game. He's not going to miss high to that guy very often. Yeah. So another fake off to Ballard. Lopez looking to throw. He hits his receiver. That is Doty. Doty picks up the first down. Gets into about the 27-yard line, so he's in, we're in Huntsville territory. First and 10, James Clemens. That's the first time we've seen that RPO run tonight. We saw it with Ty last week. It yeah. was pretty successful where he's got the run, he's got a receiver out on the sideline, and then one right there in that soft of the, of the uh, excuse me, soft part of the zone. 
So Lopez takes the snap, calls his own number, and then uh, is just tackled as he tries to make a move on the outside for a loss of two on the play. It's going to bring up second and 12. Yeah, that one wasn't quite as successful. I'm not even sure that was an RPO. That looked more just like a quarterback run, but uh, they read it very well. So second and 12, ball at the 30-yard line. Lopez takes a snap, fakes the handoff to Ballard, rolls to his left, gets past one man, past another guy, crosses the 30 down to about the – 24, maybe? Is that where they put him out of bounds? Well, I tell you, he ran for a long time to pick up five yards. Well, that was the wide side of the field, and that was that RPO look again. But now they had everybody covered, uh, and so he just took it, made one man miss, and then really, what, about six yards picked up because we were were behind the sticks. So Lopez has got two wide receivers split to the far side. You've got two to the near side. You've got Ballard's going to stay on Lopez's right. Lopez standing at about his 30-yard line, or the 30-yard line. Lopez throws it up. I, that's got to go. be Pat. That's what I was going to say. I mean, Eggert, the guy pretty much stopped him in his tracks. I think we got two different pass interference calls here because <laughs> Eggert just stopped because that guy just ran and, and ran into him. And then you had a receiver, I think it was Cooper, coming on kind of a, a, slant. a, a, a slant across there in the same type area, and that defensive back grabbed him. So you, <laughs> you could have two separate – I know you don't get them both. You don't get but. them both, but, yeah, pass interference against uh, Huntsville. So that's really good news for the good guys here as we get closer and closer to that end zone with a 7.41 left to play in this ball game with Huntsville up by three. And uh, that ball is spotted at the 16-yard line. Well, now we're at a spot. Even if we don't get in the end zone, we got a chance to tie the game with a field goal. Absolutely. Lopez fakes the handoff, throws it towards the end zone, back shoulder pass, caught. Should be a touchdown. That looks yep, like, who he's is got that? his hands in the air. Is that Doty or is that Cooper? I can't tell which one so far. Listen, folks, they are on the east side. That that caught was caught on the east side of the end zone, and it uh, looks like Doty. Is that Doty? Yep, Ty Doty. Yeah, Ty Doty with a nice – Reception there, back shoulder, good pass by Geo right there. Hit his mark and uh, gets in there for the touchdown. Well, the good thing about Ty is he ran that that defensive back off really, really hard. He came off the line and then just hit the brakes and turned around, and the defensive back didn't have time. So penalty flag on the play, but this is uh, on the lineup for the extra point. So we'll see. Why why did we stop? False false starts are going to move us back. I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> so that's going to move us back. So that's going to make the extra point just a little harder. But right now we're up 26 to 23 with 736 left to play in this ball game. Well, the tough thing is with, a, again, inexperienced kicker, now it's a 25-yard field goal for an extra point. Yeah. So here we go. There's the kick. It's up. It looks like it's good from here, and yep. it is. With that extra point, James Clemens increases the lead, 27. James Clemens, Huntsville 23, 7.36 left to play in the ballgame. You're listening to James Clemens Football, Play Action Sports. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being, and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville at 470 Providence, Maine, and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. 
You're listening to James Clements Football right here on Play Action Sports as we're in fourth quarter action here at Lewis Cruz Stadium, home of the Alabama A&M Bulldogs, as James Clements takes the lead again, 27-23 to over Huntsville Panthers. And uh, now we just need the defense. They, they've, it's been really called upon them all night long, and, and they've held their ground, but they've been on the field a lot tonight. They have. And, and, you know, early in the game, the first two scores, we talked about this, was a short field and one drive. Um, you know, the one that they scored the last was on one big play, got them to the three. Um, so hopefully we can hold those big plays off, and, and we've done a better job of containing the running back. Yep. So Bosick, Bosick kicks that one all the way into the end zone. Nice uh, nice kickoff right there to uh, put Huntsville at their own 20-yard line. No return on that, so that's what you want. You want it easy. Just kick it in the end zone, no return, nobody has to worry about it. Well, you got no chance of them running it back. you got no chance of getting anybody hurt. You know, if you got a leg that can do that consistently, what an advantage that is. So first and ten for Huntsville from their own 20-yard line. So you got to expect Coach Fleetwood to open up that playbook a little bit more because now, you know, the way our offense has started to click a little bit and our defense is playing tight, probably going to see a little bit more passing game uh, as uh, McClung gets out there with his receivers. Well, it's the first time they've been behind, right? The um, second time, but, but yeah, I mean, you're out of your deep. Yeah. We took the lead right before halftime. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they respond because now we're running out of time. Yeah. It's not coming out of half or doing any of that stuff. So uh, it'll be, be interesting to see. So it's going to hand off to Long, and Long's going to take it to the left side. He's going to be sh- just kind of thrown down uh, short of the first down by about three yards, so seven-yard pickup there by, by Long. But uh, I, I guess Coach Fleetwood's like, got plenty of time. Let's be patient. Well, and that's their game, right? We talked about that earlier, too. I mean, 62% of the time they're running the football. And so, um, and they've got a running back that's one of the better ones in the region. So, yeah. why not hand it to him and see? And then run the clock down. Hopefully, if you are Huntsville, ooh, gosh, you're hoping to score right there and, and run the clock down. So, what you just heard was everybody oohing and aahing is because it was a swing pass out to Hensley, and Hensley takes a shot from Mayers. Yeah, that was Jamal. And, again, you talk about coming downhill quickly. Um, he closed it quickly and deposited him on his booty in a hurry. Yes, he did. So, that was no gain on the play. So, third and three for Huntsville with under seven minutes left to play in this ball game. Going to hand it off to Long. Long trying to find some room. Falls forward. Looks like they're going to give him the first down just a little bit. Uh, and he's crossed that 30, so they say he got down to the 31, which is what he needed to do. Well, you know, you make that big play and give him that third down, but, it, boy, it's short. And the way they've been running the ball, they get two to three yards a lot. And so third and short is advantageous for them as opposed to us. We've got to get them in a little longer third downs. So first and 10, uh, McClung's going to roll to his right. He's on the move, throws it to the tight end. Tight end crosses the 50. He's going to be brought down from behind at about the 40-yard line, number 44. Called his name a couple of times already, Alexander Moore. And you told me Coach McGee has said that he's a threat. Yeah, he's a guy that had been out and and back. And, you know, same deal there. Roll out to the right. He drags across. Brody gets behind him two or three steps. And it takes a while for him to catch up to him uh, in, in completion first down. So McClung hands it off to, to Long up the middle. Long picks up five yards, so it's second and five as they uh, cross midfield on that previous reception down into James Clemens' territory, and the ball is spotted at the 34. And it'll be interesting if they keep running that rollout, what happens. You know, Brody keeps chasing him across. Eventually Brody's going to try to jump that, and do they have something dialed up off that where it's not a drag, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden they go deep off of that or something. 
So with 5.43 left to play in this ball game, James Clemens hanging on to a four-point lead, 27-23 to over Huntsville. There's a heat timeout on the field. We'll take a quick one as well. You're listening to James Clemens Football, Play Action Sports. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's towing, tire, and truck repair makes that a thing of the past. With 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Welcome back to James Clemens Football and Play Action Sports. We're at 543 left to play in this ball game with James Clemens up 27 to 23, but Huntsville knocking on the door. Handoff to Long. Long trying to find a way around the left side. Picks up a couple of more yards, but still short of the first down. Brings up third down. We're right back there where we were talking about. We're in a third and about three. Um, and so we're going to have to do a good job if they go back to that run game of, of pounding the middle of that, their line and getting some push uh, up front. So third and short for Huntsville, and uh, looks like they're going to go with that I formation that's been really successful for them. They scored a touchdown off of one off of it earlier, and uh, going to line up for try to get the three yards they need for the first down. So Long behind the he's playing tailback. He's got the fullback in front of him. Going to hand it to Long up the middle, and he's just got. They met him in the backfield. They had him, but he was just able to power forward and gets the first down. You know, Jack Crowder did a good job right there of getting through the line and getting a hold of him behind the line of scrimmage. He just had such a head of steam coming downhill that we couldn't couldn't get him on the ground quick enough. And that big number forty, he they wrote Ramon White Jr. Six foot, but he's one hundred fifty five pounds. But he's at fullback, and he he's got some good blocks in there for Huntsville tonight. Yeah, then they go on that heavy set. He's the load coming up there and and, and opening up a hole for that running back. So we got two running backs. Now we're going to split out. Uh, was that Jabbar? Yeah, yeah it is Jabbar. Jabbar. And so they're going to throw it out to Jabbar. Did the ball hit the turf? Looked like it did. Yeah, they're going to say he caught it. They're going to say he got his hands underneath it. So, really? yeah, four-yard reception there by Jabbar. That ball was thrown low, and he, I guess he was just able it's to get it It's a great catch. If he got his hands under it, that's a great catch. So second down and six for Huntsville as they are at the 24-yard line of James Clemens. We're under five minutes. We're close to f- under four minutes as Huntsville's – Trying to put it in the end zone to take the lead again. So handoff to Long. Long finds some room. He's still on his feet. Down to the 10-yard line. Tries to make a move. Whole slew comes over there. Gets him. They Ball's bring him down. Out. The ball came out. And looks like James Clemens has got it. They are ball. Yes. Big turnover right there by Huntsville. Long had plenty of room. Could have just gone down at the 5-yard line and it had been first to goal. But we come in and strip the ball. It would be interesting to see the film on this later because – I almost think his own guy hit him hard enough to knock it out. One of those big linemen was trying to hustle down and get him an extra block, and as he got spun around before he hit the ground, their lineman went to hit one of our guys and whiffed. And instead, <laughs> he got he got his own running back, and it, the ball comes out right there. That's what it looked like to me in, in advantageous situation for us. Chalk one up for the good guys. Now we've got the turnover apiece. Uh, Lopez had one earlier in the first half, and then Long turns around right here. And they had they were setting up for first and goal, but coughed it up. Now James Clemens has the ball at the five yard line, with three fifty three left to play in this ball game. We're in heavy. 
So Lopez, shotgun formation, two splits to the far side. But, yeah, we've got heavies up there. Lopez just going to put – you see how he's carrying that ball. He's holding that thing tight. Well, we're just trying to get out of the shadow of our own end zone right there. So now we're out to the 10. You know, it gives us about a second and six. Um, you know, that way we get one first down, give us some breathing room, and then we try to run this clock. So I think uh, Huntsville's got all three of their timeouts, and I think we do too. I haven't heard a timeout called or didn't recognize one So for the second half. So Coach McGee got the heavies in there again. Lopez, shotgun. He's going to let this play clock run down. We're at under 10 on the play clock as the game clock is at 316 and counting. Lopez takes a snap again, and he's just a load, and he picks up five, six yards on the carry. He's close to a first down. going to be about a half yard short, it looks like, where they're spotting him. But no, they're moving the chains. How about that? So first and 10 for James Clemens as the ball is now at – the their own 16 yard line so uh yeah run that clock out we're at 305 and counting and why change yeah i mean if they're not going to stop it um run that heavy set get you five six yards and let that clock run so lopez looks to the sidelines everybody's in there he's got ballard just up in front to his left but lopez in the shotgun takes the snap covers the ball up with both hands gets drugged down after about a two or three yard gain but uh, clock still runs, and it makes you wonder if you get out of, get out a little further and you keep running this heavy set. Is there a pass off of that at some point? Because uh, they do have Doty out wide. So I'm not, I think I've got Huntsville down with one timeout. The scoreboard's showing both teams have th- all three timeouts, but they're not keeping up with that. So I think Coach uh, Fleetwood's got at least two timeouts, but he's not stopping the clock if he does. So second down and long. As uh, we're under two and a half minutes, two fifteen and counting, with the play clock under ten. So Lopez, shotgun, takes a snap, goes to the left side. Now he's running for his life on that one, loses yards, and uh, goes back down to, wow, down to the fifteen. So that's a third and eleven on that. Well, and I don't think that's what that play's designed for. He bounced that thing outside and tried to outrun somebody, and when somebody, the defender was out there, he had to hesitate. And now somebody from the backside grabs his ankle. Um, that's heavy set's meant to go right up the, the middle. And, uh, and he tried to bounce and do something different. And doesn't work when it's not designed that way. So Coach Flitwood does call a timeout right there. And uh, timeout with just under two minutes, literally a second under two minutes, 159 on the play clock as the James Clemens Jets are holding on to a, tw- a four-point lead, 27-23 to 23 over Huntsville. But uh, that's a, that was a huge loss on that play. So third and 11 when we come out of this timeout. And just make sure, again, want to remind you to stick around during the postgame show as we'll announce two winners. We'll announce the Lawler's Fan of the Week, and you can enter your name for the Lawler's Fan of the Week by going to pasnetwork.net, and we'll announce the winner during the postgame show of each James Clemens games. And the winner gets a gift card from Lawler's Barbecue, and we'll also have a Mellow Mushroom Player of the Game, which our featured jet will get a $25 gift card from Mellow Mushroom. So uh, we, we, we think we've got that one locked in, Coach, but uh, things could happen here in just a second. Yeah, there's a lot. I know it's 159, but there's a lot of intense football left. <laughs> it is. So Lopez, he's got He's got two splits to both sides. Going to throw it over the back shoulder pass again by Doty. Doty's at the 40. He crosses midfield. Still on his feet. Past the 40. Drug down from behind at about the 34-yard line. Huge play by by Lopez to Doty again. We've called that all night. Again, a situation where you think you're going to run the clock, just run this thing and let's punt it away. No, we're going to go to a back shoulder throw. Doty did a good job. And then, boy, he spun off that 
that defender and went for a long time. So these guys are talking at midfield, so it looks like there could be a passenger. I don't know. There's penalty flag, so who knows? I don't even so see the official, what the flag is. I don't either. The official standing at the 50-yard line waiting on the referee. I don't see the Unsportsmanlike. Against well, James Clemens. So let me say this. We're still going to have a first down, correct? Yeah, that's a first down. That's not a – Oh, it's way back here. Yeah. I wonder what – some kind of blindside block. But, I mean, you're talking about the flag was thrown on the ex- opposite side of the field from the play and 30 yards behind where he got tackled. Yeah, it, it, they're, they're pointing at Eggert, and I don't know. I mean, Eggert's closest to us as a split out, closest to us, and the ball was nowhere – the play wasn't even anywhere near him. But uh, I, I want to go back to that pass. I, I know it, we, it's going to come back a little bit. But uh, Lopez, again, with a back shoulder pass to Doty, and Doty just makes a great first step move, and then he, he had some running room. Well, and you're talking about a young receiver who's done it all tonight. I mean, he's, he's caught a big pass down the field def- that was defended really well to get us on the three-yard line earlier. Um, you know, he, he, did, we sco- did he score a touchdown? He did, yeah. Scored a touchdown earlier, and then that's a huge play right there to get us out of our territory uh, and make a guy miss on a back shoulder throw. I'm not going to say it seals the game, but it definitely does make it a little difficult for Huntsville. It helps. It definitely does. <laughs> You know, I mean, we've still got a minute 48 left to play in this ball game. But uh, even after the penalty, I know we, we lose some yardage on that. But, uh, but we're still, like you said, on Huntsville's side, ball's marked at the Huntsville 48. So James Clemens with a first and 10 with a minute 48. And, and I don't think Coach Fleetwood, if he's got another timeout, that's the only one he's got left. Well, and, and the deal with the penalty, and I'm going to say this going off what happened to us at the end of the game last week. We've got to be better with unsportsmanlike. Yeah. We've gotten quite a few here early in the year. And, you know, last week – Maybe or maybe not could have got the ball back late, but all of a sudden we had, what, 30, what, three 15-yard penalties, a face mask, and two unsportsmanlike put Bob Jones down inside our five. You know, and that's a deal right there that, you know, if we're not smart, it's a big situation to be a killer. So Lopez takes the snap, keeps it himself, just covers it up with both hands, falls forward for three yards. So it's going to bring up second down and seven as the ball is spotted at about the 46-yard line of Huntsville. And the clock is running. We're under 130 left to play in this ball game with James Clemens on top, 27 to 23. So just like last week, what doesn't the score is not as high as it was last year um, against Huntsville, but it's tight. But it is tight, just was like it, last year. What did we say, 40 to 43 last year? Yeah, I think it was a three point win last year. Yeah, 43 so. to 40. James Clemens came out on top. So, so Lopez takes the snap, tries to find some room. Bounces to the outside a little bit, picks up three more yards, so it's going to bring up uh, third down and uh, five. So, you know, and then, now what do you do here? Last time we were at third down, we threw that pass to Doty. Now we're in a different part of the field. Yeah. And the clock's running differently. You know, their timeout situation's different now. Do you run this thing, and even if it's a fourth down, we let that clock run? Yeah. Then you decide, do we punt? Do we have a really short fourth and one and go for it? A lot of things you can do right here with the clock running. So third and five when we come out of this timeout that Huntsville just called. So I'm going to get – I mean, again, I I had them down as one timeout uh, in the third quarter. So that should be the last timeout unless uh, I miscounted, which is always possible because, you know, math is hard. Math is hard. 
especially when the scoreboard's a little behind, <laughs> whether it be score or timeouts. So we're going to go take a look at our North Alabama Gas District scoreboard as uh, we're serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Always call 811 before you dig. Ardmore, 24, Lawrence County, 8. That's a final. Brewer, 27, East Limestone. Try to make it close. 21, that's a final. Muscle Shoals, 28, Athens, 20. That's a final. In Lauderdale County, 58, Elkmont, nothing. That's a final. I tell you, that Muscle Shoals and Athens game was a close one. Well, that's uh, no moral victories, right? But for Athens, that's big. Look so at ba- Ballard. Ballard takes the handoff from Lopez, picks up the first down. That should do it right there, Coach. Yeah, under one minute, there should be out of timeouts. We should go in victory formation right here and be able to put it away. Huge, huge play right there by Ballard. Great play calling over there by the offensive uh, coaches and, and Coach McGee and just – you know, that, that right there, they were expecting Lopez, I bet, again, and Ballard was just able to get through that hole and pick up that first well, what down. What a gutsy performance by Ballard, as banged up as he was at the end of last week. I mean, they talked about having to pick him up off the training table to put him on the bus. And, and with us being so shorthanded at running back, what a great job and gutsy performance of him. Uh, look, he's, he's, he's wanting to sit down right now and take a knee. <laughs> On the field. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. That's the formation you love to see. It's called the victory formation, and Gio Lopez takes the snap and takes a knee. The clock is at 20, and that'll be it because it's got about a three-second difference between the play clock and the game clock. And uh, so that'll do it right there. James Clemens, once this clock hits zero, will pick up their first win of the season and their first area region win, which is 1-1. So that's what we talked about in the pregame show. This was uh, could could start a nice run, and I think we found some some uh, momentum here. Well, and the big deal is, it was ugly. It was, but but it's a W. And when you're zero and three, and you're searching for who you are, look, we're still not healthy. Yeah, it's still a mess. But to get a win and and going into homecoming next week, which is not going to be an easy game, Mm-mm. Florence is a talented talented team yeah. got one of the top rated d- the defensive backs in the country uh in in uh in at florence and so it's not going to be an easy homecoming game we need to get healthy and get some guys back and uh but boy the monkey's off their back yeah they got that first win so congratulations to the james clemens jets winning tonight's ball game against huntsville 27 to 23 we'll take a break when we come back we'll wrap things up you're listening to james clemens football on play action sports For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119, look for them on Facebook or online at Extreme Pressure pressurewashing21.net spell it x-t-r-e-m-e extreme pressure washing North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. 
Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being, and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville at 470 Providence, Maine and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. That's pasnetwork.net. Play Action Sports. Welcome back to James Clemens Football of Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Coach Johnny Johnson, Tim Lambert, our producer, as uh, we've wrapped it up tonight. James Clemens takes home the victory. It's the first of the season, one and three on the season, but even bigger, one and one in region play. Coach, I tell you, it was uh, it was not ugly at times, but we saw some glimpses of momentum from James Clemens uh, on offense. I tell you, the defense stood out tonight. No doubt. They, they came up big, and the big deal is we landed this plane in the wind column. That's right. You know, so um, that was huge. Uh, I think that we have to get some momentum going with some wins, obviously, to keep the kids locked in. That's, that's always a challenge when you're 0-3. Um, but the big deal is we continue to get healthy. We get dangerous. Yeah. You know, again, Kamari is trying to get back for next week. You know, he's got a high ankle sprain. Don't know how quickly he'll get back, but but that's the goal. Um, you'll get the Williams brothers back next week. So all of a sudden, you get Geo back this week. So then you give him his skill guys back around him uh, with some young guys that are starting to step up and play well. Yeah. You, you the Doty's performance tonight as a sophomore. You got Eggert that made some big plays tonight as a junior that who hadn't played. Um, and so all of a sudden – you know, get a few of the linemen back. We start to get healthy and get on a roll. We become dangerous, and people start to maybe underestimate us because we've played 0-3 and now an ugly win. Mm-hmm. Um, you get into that schedule a little bit and surprise some people. So next week you've got Florence at home at Madison City School Stadium. We get to go back home, and it's going to be homecoming there as the Florence Falcons come to town. And, and you know, you, you already mentioned this. I mean, they got one of the top defensive backs in the state. He's a, he's a big SEC kid. Everybody's yeah, looking going for to Alabama, Jaleel Hurley, yeah. So, so you know that they've got some talent coming in. They always do. Uh, but uh, homecoming is going to be a big week next week for us. And it will be interesting to see. You know, they've always got some athletic kids. Um, you know, quite a bit smaller school. They're on the bottom yeah. size of 7A and just missed me in 6A. Um, but, you know, they've had a coaching change. Yeah. You know, former Jet Wade Waldrop was there one year. Now he's on leading Hoover. Um, and so how does that affect what they do? Because that's – Back-to-back years, they've had new head coaches Mm -hmm. and probably different systems and different personalities. And a lot of those assistants are still there. And so that didn't change. But it'll be interesting to see how they're playing and at what level um, they're comfortable in their new system. So 
James Clemens tonight comes with a victory and, and, and just a huge victory. I, I feel like, you know, the first couple of weeks, Coach, we, we, we you know, you, you mentioned the injuries and people are out. You know, the first game uh, against Gardendale, you know, we lost Geo the second half. Marsh came in. Did well the second half, got that game experience, and then we, you know, we go off next, the, the following week, lose uh, to to a great Mountain Brook team. I mean, they're they're good. Oh yeah, you know, and, and so Lopez was running uh, last week. He was out uh, with, with with some illness, and Marsh comes in and and fills in great for him. Even though it was a loss to Bob Jones, I still you know think think that he played really well. It's just you're trying to find the identity, and that's I think what Coach McGee is trying to do is find that identity. And I think we've seen glimpses of it tonight. Well, it's hard to do that when you don't know who's going to be in the lineup. That's true. I mean, it's it's almost impossible to say, well, this is who we're going to be. You know, defensively, I think we're figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've played much better defensively. I think, you know, and I've said this, and this isn't a knock on, on Jacob Durham, who's been out the last two games, but Freeman's come in and played really well at linebacker. Yes, he has. Um, and, and really solidified some of that that we, we didn't play well early. Um, so the defense is kind of figuring things out. Offensively, we haven't had that opportunity because we've never had the same people on the field from yeah. week to week. And so, as like I said, as we move into region play and get those guys healthy, I just I feel like you're going to see us get better and better as we go forward. I agree completely. Well, listen, you can enter your name to become the Ballers Fan of the Week at PASnetwork.net. We'll announce the winner during the postgame show of each and every James Clemens game, and the winner gets a gift card from Lawler's Barbecue. Tonight's winner is Mr. Ricky Moore. Ricky Moore, you have two weeks to drop by WKAC Radio to pick up your gift card. Congratulations to you uh, for doing that, for signing up. And if you want to be a winner of the Lawler's Fan of the Week, all you got to do, like I said, go to PASnetwork.net and sign up for that. You can also do the Tzatziki's uh, Timeout with Tzatziki. Sign up for that at PASnetwork.net. But the one thing you can not sign up for it goes to the James Clemens player of the game that's one thing you cannot sign up for and we, you know you have no power over that that's, that's what right. we get to do we get to choose we that. get to that's choose right. that and I tell you I, I, I you know you could go a different way but but uh, but coach I, I gotta say one particular player stood out tonight for me uh, and that's offensively and that's Ty Doty I totally agree. I think Ty, uh, you know, as a young receiver, is is finding his way into being a weapon for this offense. Uh, and, and you knew that was coming. They've known since he was younger that he would have a chance to be that player, and he's starting to do it at the varsity level. You know, he had the huge reception early in the game to put us on the three that set up our first touchdown. He scores a touchdown himself. He returned a kick. And then there at the end of the game, we, we have a third down. We're trying to run the clock out. He gets a great catch on a back shoulder, makes a spin move, and then picks up huge yardage to put us in their territory and ultimately get into victory formation. So Ty had a huge game out there tonight. And in the absence of Kamari Pittman, he steps up and does a great job. He does. He does step up, and he did a great job. So Ty Doty is our Mellow Mushroom player of the game. Congratulations to him. He gets a $25 gift card from Mellow Mushroom. So congratulations to him and all of the James Clemens Jets football team, Coach McGee and everybody for getting tonight's victory against the Huntsville Panthers, 27-24 to is the final score. Well, I can't wait to see what happens next week with Florence. Uh, like I said, every week's going to get more exciting as we get healthy and 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 the job that they're doing to try to keep this train on the tracks mm-hmm. or this plane in the air, I should say, uh, is, is a good job by the coaching staff so far because they have been faced with just about every challenge you can, you can face at this point. And, and so uh, good to get in the win column and maybe a little momentum going into next week. So one and three on the season so far, one and one in area for action. 
And uh, region, region four, region. actually. I say You're area. sitting next to a baseball coach. Where area is their region? I know. I don't know what I'm doing. Math is hard. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> That's for you, Kimberly Walker. <laughs> Math is hard. Math is hard. All right. Well, hopefully next week against Florence at homecoming, you can join us. Uh, we'll, we'll have all three of us back in the booth. Maybe we can get Brad. We can talk it back yeah, in. Yeah, I had to back. talk a lot tonight without Kimbrough here. Is, my, my throat's hurting. <laughs> so, Coach Kimbrough, we hope you can get back over here to join us next week. We'd love to have you back here for homecoming. You can join us for homecoming. If you can't make it over to Madison City School Stadium, uh, then listen to us right here on PASnetwork.net, and you can listen to our broadcast of the James Clemens Florence Falcons homecoming game at Madison City School Stadium. For Coach Johnny Johnson, I'm Kirk Pierce, co- uh, and Mr. Tim Lambert, our producer. I went completely out of rhythm because Brad is <laughs> not here. Fine. I'm closing we it out. We blame Brad. We blame Brad. Hey, guys, thanks all for, for listening to us tonight. Congratulations. James Clemens picks up a win tonight over Huntsville. You've been listening to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. You've been listening to James Clemens High School Football. If you'd like to download a copy of tonight's game, log on to pasnetwork.net. James Clemens High School Football is a production of Play Action Sports.